0: Hej sonobsan och hjärtligt välkommen till episode 10 av Gud och dag Idag er är så heldig att få besök av en god kompis och kollega Max Grip fra Oslo. Han är er oprinnlig fra Kalifornien. Halvt norsk, halvt amerikansk om det er lov att si och han kommer därför till att snacka huvudsakligen engelsk i denna episoden men är er helt flytande i norsk også. I denna episoden så tar vi upp temaer som dette med att integrera skuggsidan av seg selv vi snackar om eh, Max sin lidenskap nämligen klättring. Vi snackar om musik och eh, musikindustrin och Max sitt band Easy Target. Det blir också en förpremiär på deras nya sång och ett litet tillbakablick på deras uppträdande på The Stream på TV2. Eh, var de bland annat eh, få dibakmeldinger från frontfiguren och vokalist i band Donkey Boy, Marion Raven och Espen Linn. så vi ska höra lite på det. Och till slut så snackar vi också lite om detta med att bli äldre. För Max blir nämligen 30 år i morgon och uh, få lite perspektiv på nettopp detta. Så det er bara för mig att se si två ord
1: och det är er god lyssning. Ja det blir dick randomly throughout this podcast yeah. As I Damn. usually am. No, but uh, kids for kids. real though, I'm not, no joking <clears throat> around here. It was, uh, it was that Asian guy that knew him. Bourdain was his name. Bourdain. Anthony Bourdain. And that Asian guy. And he just breaks down talking about it. Cause he's just like, he's like,
2: oh, you're a, you're a fucking coward. Cause you couldn't,
1: you couldn't handle life. And then he just starts crying. And it's like this really intense moment. And, uh, i to be honest. I shed a tear. Mm. I did.
0: Mm. Ja, yeah, uh, <laughs> uh, uh, jag er har mina till men i övrigt på Amy då har att kocklivet. alla jag känner som är kockar har varit kockar eller har jobbat uh, till mig som kock i ungefär så på Pepper Pizza för exempel. Yeah. De alltså måten de beskriver um, arbetsmiljöer sitt hörs helt jävligt. Det hörs så extremt intensivt. Okej, okay, well I mean, det är liksom att alla är er
1: på kokain. Well, that's true. But I uh, genuinely uh, I've worked at a couple different places. I've worked as a waiter or waitress, depends on what gender I've chosen for the day. Mm. Um, and I've also worked as a cook. I worked as a cook at like really nice place. and I've worked as a cook at a really shitty place. And when you work at shitty places, nobody wants to be there, mm. all right? Mm-hmm. Nobody's like, damn, fuck yes. I get to make burgers for some cunt that hates me. You know, it's just you're just standing there and you're just slaving away. And then maybe you need to use drugs to get through the day. Maybe you require you require that to, to, to get to be able to hit that level of work. Right. And so uh, that's not a surprise. But when you're in the better places, there's still a lot of push, but like there's more like you're making shit that looks really good. You're making like nice looking food. So I was at, at cook at a place called in Oslo, which is like a pretty nice french restaurant like you'll get uh you'll spend thousands of kroner if you eat well there and and it was like it still sucked right but it didn't suck for the reasons that mcdonald's sucks mcdonald's you're underappreciated and you make trash food that er, i mean you're kind of looked down on but at this place i mean you're making really good food you're becoming like a real cook but everyone around you is still a cunt because they're all cooks too Mm. right and like the tradition is like, my head chef was actually pretty nice, but the sous chef, for example, didn't speak Norwegian really well, he was Swedish. So he spent like, he, he spoke like this Swedish-Norwegian mix, you know, svorsk. Mm. And I couldn't speak Norwegian that well at all. Uh, so I would just speak English, but this guy really didn't speak English that well either. So he would just scream at me in like this mix of Norwegian and Swedish and I couldn't understand what the fuck he was saying and I knew I'd fucked up but I couldn't grasp what he was trying to tell me Mm. so like that for example was just hell but there were still still good parts to it as well you
0: know yeah he just didn't
1: give a fuck man Mm. he just hated me he genuinely hated me like you could see in his eyes when he looked at me like there was disgust Mm. yeah I wasn't that good of a cook I just got out of school you know and I got that job while I was out getting hammered uh, with my girlfriend at the time. And I met the head chef there. I'd done a praxis plus there. And I met him and he was just fucking drunk out of his mind. And the last, the footed cook cooked before that had broken his leg while trying to walk down the stairs to go to work that day or the day before. Hmm. And he just looked at me and was like, if you come in tomorrow, I'm gonna give you a job. And so I just fucking <laughs> walked into this and he looked so surprised too. On his face he was like, "Oh shit, I actually have to give you a job right now." Which was a mistake because I was terrible. Men det
0: verkar som att det verkar som att stereotypen passar då. Men vad liksom vad är det som gör you du som har jobbat där, vad är det som gör kockyrke så county? Vad är det som gör att de som jobbar som kock blir Oh
1: there's a hierarchy, right? First first of all there's like this hierarchy set up where you have the main chef, you have a sous chef, and then you have everybody below, right? And like, there can be, you can, depending on the restaurant you're in, like a foret cook, which is what I was, that's kind of like pretty low rung. And then like, maybe you have like other cooks that, that if you have big, bigger shit kitchens, you know, you'll have other cooks that focus on maybe different dishes. Cause like here you'd have like maybe a six course meal or seven course meal, whatever. And like you would need a certain amount of cooks to make that happen, right? And so like the bigger the dishes, the kind of more central the dishes are, the more important you are. So like the head chef would make the meat, the sous chef would maybe make everything else on that dish in accordance with the meat, whatever it was. <clears throat> and I would just make the the foot, the appetizer. And so I don't know why I'm wearing this because I'm not hearing any sound through this these headphones, by the way.
0: No, you shouldn't All right,
1: I cool. Then I'm done wearing that. Yeah, yeah, yeah Okay, sure. cool. Yeah. Uh, and uh, uh, give me a second. Where were
3: you? Yeah,
1: also for, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Seconds. that's okay. And so you kind of have to like war your way up. You have to really work hard to get up. And there's high expectations of you. You don't get paid a lot. And you work maybe like 12 hours a day, mm. right? So like the stress is high. You can't fuck up. And the people above you are like people that had to really work hard to get to where they are. And so if you, uh, you can't just, you can't just walk in there and just not get fucked with. Mm. It's kind of the deal. Mm. You know what I mean? Like they have to like, it's kind of like if you are in a group of dudes that are like high testosterone, kind of cunty dudes, right?
0: A A little bit, yeah. and cunts Exactly,
1: except for the rules are not that. The rules around the food, yeah. Those matter. Uh, but like people were there, like definitely hopped up on amphetamine. Mm, you know, mm. like not maybe necessarily here because I worked there. Mm. But <laughs> this place, mm. there were no drugs here. That would have hit that. <laughs> There were <laughs> none of those there. <laughs> but in other places, there was definitely, there's definitely experiences I've had at different kitchens where I've seen people straight up on amphetamine, like mm. almost shaking out, mm. you know? And that's, and I, I remember I was young, you know, because I was like, 17, 18, whatever how old I was. And I talked to the owner and I was like, "Is why is that guy shaking so much, <laughs> you know?" <laughs> and he's like, "Just don't worry about it." <laughs> like they, they it was just part of the game. Mm. Mm. But yeah, it's um it's better now. alcohol, <inaudible> Yeah, but you <inaudible> can't let re- You can't work drunk that much. No. Um depending on if you can handle it or not. You know, if you were a dude that can like work at a certain problem, then I'm I don't think they give a shit. They really care about the result more,
4: yeah.
1: especially in the kitchen. Mm. Uh, I don't think they'd let their waiters be drunk. Nah. Right. Uh, they would. I think that's more of like a cocaine or amphetamine job. Right. Mm. Uh, but but now recently, though, this whole thing of being a cunt to people that come in, not being cool to them is kind of falling to the wayside. And now we're starting to get like, cause I talked to another, I, I cause I do some climbing, mountain climbing. And one of the guys that I've climbed with is a, a chef and I haven't been in the cook game for a while. Mm. And I talked to him about this and he was like, yeah, but now it's like the younger generation is coming in and they don't really like that, especially in Norway. So they're, they're, the that kind of tradition is falling away. Mm. So a lot of the kitchens, especially the nicer ones are getting a lot chiller to be there. Uh, but, I mean, it, if, you're, if you want to look, like, big picture, if you go all the way back, that's just the way it was, mm, mm. you know? And the Norwegian kitchen specifically takes after the French kitchen a lot, right? Because Norwegian, like, cultural food isn't exactly, like, something you go to the restaurant to eat. Not that it's bad or anything. There's a lot of really good food. And you will find restaurants that have, like, variations of, like, like turfisk that you like, whatever, Right but it's like, usually when you go to like a really nice dinner, you want to eat French food because that's the epitome of like fine dining. Mm -hmm. And so the French kitchen was kind of brutal and I don't really know the reasons behind all that, but it's, it's tradition, let's just say. And, and then you see that on people, you know, you see that on that, that big uh, Gordon Ramsay. you know, it's brutal. It's, it's intense, right? It's, it's, it's really like masculine kind of like, hardcore environment but it makes it's like uh, you you may you don't make a diamond you know unless there's a lot of pressure and a lot of heat mm. and i think that's kind of the way it was looked at but but because the norwegian kitchen took after the french kitchen i think they brought with them those traditions mm. you know mm. i think you got french chefs coming either norwegian chefs coming from french schools to norway and then teaching or french chefs coming to norway and teaching and at least at the school I was at at where I learned to become a cook uh, there the teach some of the teachers were insane like I had one that like she would she would just straight up grab the food you were cutting if it wasn't cut well enough and just toss it on the floor and just be like start again that was trash
0: hmm. so type or, uh,
1: yeah poor leaving I get why she did it yeah. But it I really didn't like her. <laughs> it's really not. But yeah, I mean that
0: in forhållande till alla andra linjer så är det skälen att en lärare ser på naturfagproven din, kastar den på och det där. That's not a normal
1: thing. No, we really hated her. Uh, her name was Liv. I'm going to straight up, I'm going to fuck it go after these people don't do that don't don't do that (laughs) all right but no uh i um we we hated her so much i was a shit kid right Mm. so i did a lot of bad shit in school and the teachers hated me extra because i was just an asshole and um that teacher specifically we made a we wrote a letter to the leadership of the school and we were just like she's a monster and we got everybody to sign it that that went to school. <laughs> and and the next year she had to take a break here. <laughs> a break here, yeah? Yeah, well, she we was a dick. Man. I mean, what do you expect?
0: Men det har alltid någon såna lärare oavsett. Jag hade det I didn't den the cock line, som man säger. Um you went,
1: you want the cock line? You didn't.
0: Nej, no, gick cock line på oh, Härstad.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, yeah. I'm I'm glad that you're saying it like that's yeah. really made me feel at home, thinking. The cock, you. the cock line. The Congo line?
0: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> men, uh, men hade en some legende på Barnum in the som heter Dave Stanley. Uh, that doesn't sound like a Norwegian name. gick han i a little bit of a han old boxer. They were a little bit of han han old boxer. They were han little bit of a little bit of a little Och så fullte han netträning i 10 dagar. Det är er det han har sagt själv. Okej. Och så efter de 10 dagarna så drog da han hem till Oslo. Och hem till Norge då fullte han bara ett That's
1: fucking psychotic. Mm-hmm. Okej. Okay, det är er not... ganska
0: sjukt att han berättar det till barn också. How old are you? Uh, kanske sjunde klass, åttonde klass. But how, I don't know. 13 kanske.
1: Så is okay, let me just get this straight. You're just going to school, right? Is this the first day of school this is happening?
0: No, nah, alltså han var ju han var ju legende då för han var ju på något för att vara en, en sträng Men uh, But men, like
1: when did he start telling you like insane shit? Ja, yeah, jag hade han först i 20 klassen, 8 klassen så det var cirka inte en där. Okay, so like let's just say it's 30 days into your school year, right? Mm-hmm. And he's just like and that's how you that's four. <laughs> 2 plus 2 was 4. And he turns around and he's like I told you the story of I game to no <laughs> you're like, what the fuck is about to happen? I just rolls into that? Ja. That's not okay. Nej,
0: det er ikke egentlig helt greit, men det er, uh, ja, han var, han levde alltid på kantene, han kastade, liksom en bok i huet på en av för fordi de ikke fulgte med, og han brukte, han kastade en mobil ut av vinduet i fjärde etasje, fordi han ringte i timen, han, jeg en gang så var det en klassen som var väldigt sån på, på uh, säg si att han hade fel då. Och ett land har sagt som var fel. Mm. Och så sa han nej, nej, det är er inte fel och så sa han, "Jo, det är er fel och du kan inte lära bort detta" och sånt. Och så brukte han resten av timmen, cirka 30 minuter på att tegna upp på tavlan hurdan hunjenta här gräver sin egen grav. <trykker>
5: <trykker> så himla
0: ser du här? Det här är er dig och här är er måten du gräver din egen grav på. <trykker> Åh vad konstnär det. Var her, det var helt sjukt men det var alltid alltid intressant då. men jag husker att ja, han följde efter en dam till Norge. Det var så han kom till Norge. Och så
1: Do we know that this girl is still alive? Ja, har typ ingen. Så like we know nothing <laughs> about this woman after he followed her all the way to Norway.
0: Nej, alltså det var för det som var var att han efter att han faktiskt kom till Norge da, så fant han ut att och måste jag ha, ha snackat med någon så fant han ut att hon hade kärste. Och då flyttade han från Oslo till Finnmark. Det står. <laughs> <laughs> han kunde inte gå tillbaka till til Liverpool. och så bara beslöt sig för att bli lärare och så blev han lärare och så började han jobb där. Och han döde faktisk på skolan också. Han fick hjärtnyfakt men han hade timme. How old was he? 60 kanske. Yeah. Och så.
1: Gikk... A life like that will do it to you. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Jag tror han hade ganska högt blodtryck. No så. shit, this is fucking insane. är <laughs> er ganska er men, mm. uh, men det är er på när tillbaka på nå, och du ser på liksom hun... men han, How do
1: you think a guy like that fucks?
0: Aggressive.
1: <laughs> right? <laughs> like he mm. beats the pussy up. Mm-hmm. That mm-hmm. dude man, that, I can feel it. Yeah. I mean not feel it obviously
0: I'm not. Well, altså, no uh, not anymore. No. He's dead. Men du kan. Det er Yep. Old, old
1: so so, um, I actually came up. I, a, a question came to my mind as you, used to, you were describing this mm-hmm. hero, mm-hmm. Uh, if I can call him that. Yep. What? When is it okay to hit a child? Like mm-hmm. for real though, because like I remember looking back to what I was doing in school mm-hmm. and how I verbally mistreated these teachers and mm-hmm. possibly physically. When is it okay to beat a child? And I kind of support his thing. It's like, oh, you you wanna fuck around in my class? Okay. Mm. Your phone, I'm just gonna smash it, fuck you. Mm-hmm. You know, like there's gotta be a way to set boundaries and not every teacher is gonna be likable, right? You're not gonna love every teacher. You're not gonna respect every teacher, mm-hmm. but there has to be a way for me as a teacher you know, if I can't connect with one in my classes, to just put my foot down, right? Mm. And it's obvious that that's not going to work with everybody. You know, just like, just oh, you're getting detention. Like I don't give a fuck. You know. Mm. So what? What do you? When is it okay?
0: Uh, The first thing, my first thought is er like that. That uh, has all never been okay. <laughs> Uh, men det har du de men men før i tiden så var det ju uh, de hade spanskrör. Vi stöter det.
1: I don't know that. You have to describe it to me in detail. Det är
0: er basically ett är uh, er det tre rör bambusrör mm. som ser ut som liksom en så alltså en 60 cm linjal. Och visst du och det var ju norska skolor länge för vi var födda men då var det sånn at hvis du ikke deg, så att visst du inte uppförde dig så fick du liksom besked om att ta honom på bordet. Mm. Och så får du uh, sponsored. Yeah. I
1: mean Og I, kinda, er vant, I men, support uh, that. When you when I will get kids Okay, I I really need to get into this because I think that I think like one of the issues we're having in society right now is that people aren't getting their ass kicked enough. Mm, mm. Alright. So here's the way I look at it this once in your life. Hopefully, when you're a child or young, you should get the shit kicked out of you,
0: mm.
1: right? Like, I've gotten my ass beat plenty. Look at me now. <laughs> Success. Yeah, the, that in- <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> That's <of> my words. <laughs> but but for real, like, you know, I mm. think it – because I see a lot of people walking around, you know, or, or an example. I was in town just chilling out. I was just walking, right? And I got drunk. I was with my girl. <clears throat> and this guy, right? shorter than me I mean that was your first mistake Mm. he slams into me with his shoulder and he's obviously a little drunk and I look at him like what the fuck do you think you're doing like I'm straight out with it you know because I'm really angry when I'm drunk and this guy looks at me he's like oh what are you going to do and I was like okay let's let's make this happen you know and then he pussies out and that just makes me realize like this is a person that's never gotten the shit kicked out of him Mm. do you know what I mean because like you don't do that shit if you if you It's an epidemic of acting like a cunt, Mm -hmm. is what I'm trying to say. Mm -hmm. And it's see that everywhere. You see that, especially in the United States now. You know, you see that uh, in a lot of behavior from people and kids at school and shit. If you haven't, if it's not allowed to fight each other, then you don't realize that there are certain consequences to your actions, Mm -hmm. especially for men, you know? And that's why I say, when is it okay to hit a kid? I think kids should be beating the fuck out of each other all the time Mm -hmm. because that's when you get a chance to learn what that means, you know? Mm -hmm. Because one day it's going to be too late. You're going to meet the wrong fucking dude you're going to be 23 and he's going to punch you so hard you die mm. or you get crippled or you get brain damage mm. and that happens all the time. So I mean, det är lite det är lite Fight Club i där In a way. But I also, think Fight Club is det
0: like a er mangel på physical fysiske utmaningar med konsekvenser, kan? Yeah. No? Det är er liksom vi har det så lätt att vi må Nu har vi ju corona. Det är er liksom det värsta, er den största fysiska, liksom dödsfarliga utmaningen yeah. vår och den är er egentligen inte så farlig heller. Med like mindre du är er 80 år och håller på död.
1: dö. 0.1% chans för RH att dö, something like that.
0: Mm-hmm. Jag tror ingen under 40 i Norge har dött. A shame. Så so, ja, det är er trist. Yeah. Det är er extremt trist. Men såna. But
1: er I mean, I get that's that's like that's something. But you know I'm not going to say, like, like me and my brother, for example, when we were younger. Like, he would fuck each other up. And mm. I'm not saying that's a good thing, you know. Maybe family <laughs> fighting each other. Maybe, like, drama like that in your household is not good. You know, I didn't grow up the best way
0: possible.
1: Yeah, but I think we went a little too far, mm. you know. But, I mean, like, what we did is maybe not a good idea. We didn't have the best childhood growing up and all that shit. But, but like, like, California also yeah. yeah. We also lived in Illinois for a few years. Mm. Um, well, There's a long story. But, uh, you know, we would terrorize each other, but we'd really get into hard fights, really like hard beatdowns. And that also kind of taught me like, you know, first how to defend myself physically, but also like where are the limitations? How hard can I hit somebody before it becomes a serious thing? You know what I mean? And, And like there's a lot of really important lessons to learn there. If you never let boys take it out on each other, then like. Like, there's there's gonna be consequences, like I said, further down the line. But there's also, like, you're kind of like limited. Like, you know. Like, I feel like if I hadn't have done those things, I would feel a much more of a need to physically express myself with violence. Mm. Mm. Men för du att uh,
0: at du på mått är er mer fullkommen som en man, eller som en mänsklig, för du vet på något vad du är er stand, till än Vist du inte hade slåss
1: när du var liten? May may I quote the great Jordan Peterson? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Please do. Did you just come? Uh, <laughs> 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 No, but I don't know. I don't actually have a quote from him directly, but I think it's within. You know, I think he said some shit about this. He's like, he's like, uh, and he said something that I think is really important. You know, it's like the some of the greatest men you'll meet, right, are the men who are very capable of horrible things. Mm, mm. but they don't do them yeah right because it's about that discipline it's about understanding what what violence is understanding what these things actually mean because if you don't really if you haven't gotten that's why i bring back when you haven't gotten the shit kicked out of you then you don't understand what that means to beat somebody Mm -hmm. right and that's why it should happen when you're a kid with another kid because that's not dangerous you Mm. know kids can beat each other up and it's not like the end of the world but when you're a dog and you get the if you, if you get the shit kicked out of you as a kid and then you think somebody, you end up in a, a fight situation, you're not gonna maybe rob that man of his life or his dignity or his or his function, mm. his ability to move mm. because you understand, right, what it's like to be in that position. You know, empathy isn't something in every situation that comes completely naturally, you know? you, you To have empathy, sometimes you actually have to have been through that situation yourself. You know, that's why a lot of people like, you know like in in uh, in in movies films and series you always see like the character goes through this arc of experiencing perhaps something that then leads him to an understanding that makes him more empathetic mm-hmm. or like teaches him how to be more of a man mm-hmm. and i and that that does not that doesn't doesn't exist just for fun you know that's not just this like thing that happens it's a real thing
0: mm. efter det där er, uh, det jorgen om han om det, der, er jo det Carl Jung, uh, kall shadow och integrere skyggesiden av sig selv och det är er jo väldigt många som som på något sätt det är er nog det vanskligaste du kan göra för det du säger då när du integrerer på något sätt skuggsidan av dig selv det är er att du ser att jag kunde vart en Auschwitzvakt som kött gravida kvinnor och ah, ja, ja. inte kände någonting men du ser att jag kunde varit i en sån situation och uh, du vet att du är er i stånd till att göra så mycket ondska Så bara av och vita det och anerkänna att du har en sån sida, du är er kapabel till att faktiskt slå ett spädbarn. Kanske lite långt, men har likväl som människa, som menneske, da, så är er du kapabel till att göra det. Och du integrerar det i dig så, så ligger det mycket styrke i det då. Det är vite när du har ett barn, inte det att jag har ett barn, men när man, uh, man blir när man blir föräldrar, det att vite at du är er i stånd till att göra ganska mycket faenskap med barnet och så välja att inte not det. Även barnet uppför sig yeah. Så är er det en ganska er en i det også, ikke
1: yeah. I mean I completely agree with that. Uh, I think I think there is such a thing as going too far, right? Um, like uh, when you say like you know, integrating the dark side of you, you mm. know, I'm I don't think that you know, I don't think it's like the same as it's not the same as like becoming evil. And I think a lot of people kind of maybe misunderstand that. you know what I mean you're <laughs> evil. Yeah, because like you you've, I don't know if you've met somebody where you've like been like, oh, this person is dark. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Where like th- their actions and everything they do kind of like emanates this like real evil, and I think that's sociopath. Like, like this, click. Yeah. well, you don't even have to be a sociopath, man. Like there's all. Th- I think one of the things that people like love to put these labels on all these people. I'm like, mm. you don't need to be a monster to become a monster.
4: Mm, mm.
1: Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And I think that's the thing about accepting the shadow within you is realizing that we're all capable of becoming monsters. You don't need to be a sociopath to do things that a sociopath would do. You're just fucking, you just have a clown costume on that day. You know mm. what I mean? And that costume is a, is a sociopath. You know, I've seen I've seen some fucking evil shit, man, from people. And those people weren't monsters to begin with. You know, mm. they were all like babies at one point. So I think my point is just like, you know, I think it's a really fine line to integrating that dark side of yourself into who you are so you can understand you know what evil is and be able to avoid it and becoming the evil that is within you. Mm. mm.
0: Och det är er ju nog sociopater för exempel sliter med då för att de har ingen förståelse av förelseslivet till andra människor så att de kan vara onda utan att en gång veta att det är onda. Visst det är er, alltså mm. du har för exempel några exempel på så sociopatisk barn som har drept sin syster eller bror för exempel mm-hmm. bara för att uh, de var irriterade på ett tidspunkt och uh, så och så de på en måte vad jag gjort ja jag har döpt brormin för att han prövade att ta lekebild min uh, men de har ingen anger och de skönar inte varför det är er fel för att det var bron som var irriterade exakt och då är er de På en måte så vil man da se si at for sociopater så er det veldig vanskelig å integrere skyggesiden fordi at de ser ikke at det er en skygge der. De ser ikke at det de egentligen egentlig er ille. Da. De bare ser at ja, det er, han irriterte mig, så jeg drepte han. Ja. Og så mm. er de färdig liksom. Så det kräver jo på en en viss, uh, Vad skal man si? Sånn forståelse av selve og, og um, forståelse av hva ondskap er, da. For i det helt att kunne integrere skyggesiden. Men uh, men ja det är er intressant för det att för exempel då. det det John Pearson ofta snackar om brukar som exempel för det han har studerat mye andra världskrig och Sovjetunionen och så vidare med gulags och koncentrationsläger och sånt. Och det han ofta brukar som exempel är er att du har inte du har inte integrerat uh, din ordentligt. Visst inte du tror att du väldigt lätt kunde stått som en asfjedsvakt og likt den jobben med at drepe uskyldige ødler. Um, og det det er interessant, da, fordi at da er, jeg jeg ser jo ikke, så jeg liker jo at tænke at ja jeg jeg jeg, jeg har ikke integreret skyggesiden min sådan ja ja selvfølgelig, men jeg kan virkelig, jeg sliter med at se for mig, at jeg nyter at drepe uskyldige jøder i Auschwitz, for eksempel. Det sliter jeg lidt med at se for mig, at jeg skal nyte det.
1: Yeah, I understand that point. Men jag
0: också att på att det det är er en nödvändighet i det hela att få en full, uh, integrering, da, I mean,
1: when we talk about killing, right? I mean, what is where are the where are the lines there? You know, I think that's that's an, if you really I think when we're going to talk about okay, if you're going to accept the part of yourself that can murder, right? is all murder the same, right? Is every life the same to take it? Is the first point I think we have to look at, you know? Because, like, if we're going to look at, like, is there a difference between my grandfather going to Japan or the islands around Japan and then shooting Japanese men at close range and stabbing them, right? And these aren't monsters that he's killing. It may seem like that to him at the moment. But when he looks into their eyes, he's seeing the eyes of men looking back at them you know, boys. How different is that from killing, as you said, one of the Jews at the concentration camp? I mean, doesn't all murder turn you dark in some way? Isn't isn't every part of that part of your shadow?
0: Well, I, I, what
1: I'm asking is, you're talking about being a guard at Auschwitz and taking the life of an innocent, mm-hmm. right, which is horrifying. But how different is that from taking the life of someone in battle? Honestly, like, like well, how how different is that from killing any other man or woman? Mm. In reality.
0: Well, asa det å drepe skyldige civile for er, si er
1: forskel. yeah Og but you're still uh, taking a life A yeah, life is yeah, a er life cool. at the, the end of the det day er so cool. I'm like like when, yeah. when we break it down to like the absolute mm-hmm. simplest mm-hmm. way right you're still they're both lives that you're taking mm-hmm. you're taking someone's son or daughter mm-hmm. or child from them right and you're also taking away every every single thing that they were going to do in the future sure those people were going to kill you but at the end of the day, I think it's, I think it's, there's a lot more similarities and differences there, right? Mm. And if we can understand that you can kill a man there, if you can put yourself in that position, mm. then I think you're another step closer to understanding that you could take a, a civilian life.
0: Mm. Okay, let me, let me a parallel, I'll a bit better, maybe, my meaning about that, that a mord eller drap per drap, exempel då, så kan man se si att uh, pedofili och våldtakt det är er det samma utseende, det är er våldtakt, men mm. det är er en stor forskel på att vara 17 år och ha sex med någon som är er 14 än att vara 17 år och ha sex med någon som är er 5. Det är er båda pedofile, men det är något nyttare v av barn.
1: Is is a seventeen year old having sex with a fourteen year old a pedophile? Yeah. Technically, yeah. I don't believe that's true. I think you have to be under twelve years old to be a pedophile. No. Mindre I think no I think sexual, like, sexual No, so, no, but no, but that's by law. Yeah. But uh but by definition I believe that pedophilia is twelve and under. And then mm. above that, between the ages of twelve and like sixteen or seventeen or whatever that is, that's another thing. There's another word for that.
4: Mm. I remember
1: hearing about this I could be wrong But like okay. But I mean Pedophilia has to stop At some age right mm-hmm. and, and Do you really view A 16 year old Fucking a 15 year old As a pedophile no, Right Because that, that's technically <coughs> pedophilia If you're gonna look <coughs> at it By that definition Yeah Helt
0: klart Men det är er akkurat det menar då. Att uh, det är, er liksom Det är er en forskjell mm. Och det är er en forskjell På drap også Altså det er I agree with that Min mening da at, uh, at det er liksom For example, Hvis du är er 15 år Och du har en kärlekselse som är er 16 och det har sex. 6. Så är det sant, akurat som du säger som pedofta så är er det liksom olagligt för det är er en översexuell avvålder och så är er det en under. Uh, men det är er väldigt stor forskel från en 56-åring man som har sex med sitt nyfödde barn för exempel.
3: Why
1: are we always end up talking about pedophilia? Uh, and Nazis. It's always Hitler and pedophiles, man. Det är er vi kan. Vi kan. <laughs> I love I expected. Yeah, but uh, I agree. I agree. And I, but I think my main point wasn't maybe to like say that killing somebody in Auschwitz is the same thing mm. as killing another soldier. But I am saying is that you know it comes from the same place. Yeah. You yeah. know. Um, I there's two things. I remember because I, I like to look at like old men talk about their experiences in war because. I don't know. There's something about it that just feels like incredible. Mm. Like I don't know what it is, but <laughs> like yeah. It, it,
0: it, there's
1: there's very few things I've found that like mm, grasp my attention. Mm. You know what I mean at that level. Now there was one I just watched on YouTube, which was um he was this man. He was talking about I think it was like World War One or World War Two. It must have been World War Two. It couldn't have been one, but he was talking about how he was going into a bunker and takes his weapon, right, which he has a knife at the top of a a bayonet and he stabs another soldier in the gut and looks him in the eyes as he does it, right? Hmm. And he said that as he looked into this man's eyes he saw that it was just another boy, Hmm. you know? And he was like, and that changed him in a, in a way that he can't really describe, you know, you can see this incredible pain emanating from him, you know, mm-hmm. like it was a horrible experience. And then I and then I think that that kind of is what makes me think that kind of taking a life, no matter what, in most situations, if you if you really get up at close, it's always horrifying. Hmm. Do you know what I
0: mean? Yeah, more than I will. Yeah,
1: it's always part of that dark side of you, you know. In that way, Mm -hmm. Uh, and this isn't completely related to talking about the dark and light side of you, but I thought I think I'll bring it up. It was um, because I I like the stories of older men in war, Mm. because my grandfather's best friend, I can't remember his name, but he, he, Ted uh, Kaczynski. Ted Kaczynski. He uh, he um, was a soldier that fought against the Germans, American soldier. And he never talked about his experiences. But one time me and my brother were visiting him. It was just me and my brother alone. And we knew that he was in World War II. Hmm. And we were, like, super interested. Because we don't know what war is at, like, 14 or 13 or 11 or however old you are. Tror vi vet, vi opplevde, no, absolutely not. Yeah. But you really don't know that. Mm. You don't understand the horrors of war. You've seen video games and movies, and you're just like, wow, that's really interesting. Like, it's captivating. Um, but that was the first time I kind of like got a glimpse into like real life. Because we asked him, and he hadn't told anybody, but he decided to talk to us about it. And he said, and obviously I can't like bring forward the emotion that was in his eyes and voice. But he he looked at us and he was like, my best friend was running towards a German bunker. And he gets caught in in the wire. And he watched as this German machine gun nest opened up and just shredded him. Right. And he's just like, And he goes up, and he's like, there's still, like, some breath in him or whatever. I don't remember the exact details, but I just remember looking in his eyes as he was, like, talking about, like, holding this man as he took his last breath. And it was just the most intense fucking thing. And that kind of changed the way I looked at war. Not completely. It took time for that to set in, to understand, because you see those tears rolling down an 80-year-old man's face as he talks about something like it happened yesterday. And I'm just like, it's just mind-blowing, man. I can't imagine. Mm. I can't du even jo,
0: imagine. You hold basically life and death in your hand. You see it in front of you. You see the relationship, how fast it goes from being in life to being dead, and on a brutal way like that. Is there a reason to get PTSD,
1: for example? Yeah. I mean, I hopefully, hopefully I remember the story right, and I'm not just brutalizing mm. this intense uh, personal story from this old man. But you know, he's passed away now, so I'm, I'm sure he doesn't mind. Men det är er ju också
0: det är er ju en uvanlig historia, måste du skönar. No. med tanke på Vietnamkrig, andra andre verdenskrig, første alltså det här historien där har skedde. Det har skedde flere gånger liksom. Mm. And it will happen. Ja ja. Ja, det, ja. Ja, nu er jag och tagit ban tillbaka i Tack Beerman. Ja. Tack Beerman. Så. Uh... <laughs> Så vi får se. Nej, det är er, uh... det är er ganska jävligt
1: no, I mean, uh...
0: men samtidig så er det alltså, det er jo fejl at sige det. Jeg hører jo det når jeg siger det nog, men det er sådan det er nog ved det også, hvis du kender hvad jeg mener. Altså det, det er en vældig mening da. Sånn som forrige podcasten så havde det jo Emil Öggor som du kender fra Verischør. Ja. <laughs> yeah. og, og han havde naturligvis läst flere sådanne böcker fra vanlige mænd, så det synes jeg at de vanlige mænd engelske britiske mænd i Blitzkriegen og sådan. Mm. Uh, og de hade sagt att det brorskapet som de förde på mens bombene regnet i England det var helt unikt og at de savnade nästan lite om det regnet bomber uh, uh, Og och uh, mm. det var nog väldigt särgent det brorskapet då som försvant med en gång krigen var färdig. För då var liksom tillbaka till sån där åh oh, nej man jobbar och köper brød och mjölk och ja och far nu han abonden uh, fått en ny balkong och jag har ikke ja. det, och alla är och
1: Understand what you're
0: saying. Du blir väldigt här och nu hela tiden da. Var dag har nå att Ja. så på en sätt så kan jag förstå det och det är lite tillbaka till Fight Club da. Vi är er the middleman of uh, history som uh, som Brad Pitt ser i den filmen där. Alltså vi har ingen utfördring Vårt största störste är a- er psykisk hälsa liksom. Ja. Yeah.
1: yeah. Altså, but, uh, that makes sense. Yeah. I mean, when you bring that up, I think that's a very good point because I've been thinking a lot uh, specifically about lacking closeness with people around you, Mm. that comes back from, like, I moved around a lot. You know, I moved, like, 20-something times, you know? So, like, I've always had to create new uh, connections with people, Mm. you know, which is – which, I mean, I think maybe it changes how I view those connections with the people I have. Maybe not. I don't know. But one thing I've noticed is that, like, There's a very, very big difference between a genuine close connection with somebody, you know, where you can like you can look in their eyes and kind of understand them and feel trust and then any other connection you have in your life. Right? And those connections that you have with those people that are that close and meaningful, they actually they carry you through life. Mm -hmm. That's not something like that you can like you can just have and it's fine. It matters. You know and it genuinely matters and i don't think we realize how important those things are it, it's everything yeah you know we're incredibly social animals yeah. and and i think it goes back to like because i i don't it goes back to this like you were in a tribe way back in time forever for most of our history we've been kind of in very small quarters together you know we haven't really been like been able to travel everywhere So like the people around you were the people who've always been around you, but you also had to rely on them consistently. Right? So if I wanted to go and hunt some animal that was too big for me to hunt and probably very dangerous for me to hunt, I would have to bring three or four of my boys, right? From the village. And we would all have to go for multiple days and track this animal down and then like just run it down for days or, or try to kill it somehow. Right? And that was going to be dangerous. And people at the village didn't know if we were going to come back. But they also needed that food, you know. And I think that, like, putting your life in somebody else's hands then makes makes this, like, kind of, like, this uh, – maybe there's some, like, genetic trigger. Maybe there's some, like, you know, uh, this social trigger for us that's just, like, oh, now I can truly trust you. And that brings me close. It makes me feel safe or something. You know what I mean? And And, and like, I think you get that a lot with, like – uh, uh fighting sports you know that's why you have like i think that's why i think football is so big and exists you know what i mean mm-hmm. that's why like uh, uh like for example i climb i do rock climbing and i specifically do that because i want to put my life in someone else's hands hmm. right Be-
0: on, uh, BDSM tip.
1: yeah but just <laughs> not it's just not sexual. No. I mean, there's definitely some. There's definitely some sexual tension, mm. you know. Obviously, you know. But besides the obvious sexual tension, there's this o- another kind of tension underneath, you know. There's, you know,
0: mm. på. I'll
1: give you an example. Uh, we did a mountain in North Norway in Lufoten called Volgakollen, which isn't like the hardest mountain in the world, but there's a lot of parts of it that are like really scary you know, where you're just kind of looking death, you're looking straight down into death, or or like you have to make movements that really you can't fall, for example. And if I was to fall there, it wouldn't maybe be possible to get me back as easily, for example. Uh, And that would put my friend's life in danger. Things like that. You have to really trust that person because it takes 12 hours. One time, the last time it was like 14, 15 hours, some shit like that. And so like, when I'm up there, I have to know that the person next to me is not gonna freak out. Hmm. I have to trust that because it could put my life in danger. On the way down, we ran out of water. It was way hotter than we expected it to be. We were tired, very tired, emotionally, mentally drained. We were just trudging because the way down takes like three hours. And, and we'd run out and we were, we were really, I was, we were overheating. And you could just tell, like, that the moment meant a lot. You know what I mean? That suffering mattered because it was like we were making it through something difficult together. I had to rely on them. Mm -hmm. I had some of us had just a little bit of water left that we had to ration out to each other. We had to rely on each other to to kind of, like, keep going. And maybe we weren't, like, going to die, right? But the feeling is there. You know what I'm talking about? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Eventually, you know, we found some water and it was fantastic. We just went and found a creek and we bathed in it. We went crazy. Like I've never I've never been that excited for water in my life. Hmm. Like I almost cried. <laughs> I'm not joking. <laughs> it was insane.
0: Eller känte jag dig du climbing. med klattring. Du med klattring för det var That's right. Mm-hmm.
1: And
0: vad var det som liksom uh, väckte intresse in för det efter att du provade det genom jobben för det att nu är er det en väldigt stor del av identiteten din, ikvant? Du kan säga det. Det är en av dina favoritting att göra. Absolut. In hela världen.
1: I have two ropes in my car right now.
0: Mm. Men det är er för något helt annat.
1: Yeah, that's cuz I'm gonna find a girl and bring her home. Yep. Yeah. And yeah, then gonna so. gonna put her in my basement yeah. and yeah. she's yeah. never going to see her family. Again.
0: Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay and then to jag inte
1: what we're we talking about mm-hmm. uh yeah i the my interest for climbing my interest for climbing is here's the thing i i remember the first time i went climbing it was with um one of the guys from work and like a couple of the girls right and he was just it was steiner uh, if you remember him yeah. he was just going to show me and the other people there and in the beginning at work i didn't really get along with a lot of people because I'm, you know, kind of a dick. Mm-hmm. And confirm, <laughs> And uh, and I also don't think people really understand my personality. I mean, Americans are very different from Norwegians. Mm-hmm. Uh, and um, anyways, we, we went there, and I found that I'm terrified of heights. I was like, oh, this scares the shit out of me. But I also kind of connect fear to excitement a little bit. So, like, I was like, oh, okay, then this seems interesting. I'll try that. And then I started meeting some more people through it. And then I found that those people that I met through climbing, the connections I gained with them were far more meaningful than the connections I was gaining with anyone else mm. at that current time. Yeah. You know? Like the, the, the level of connection that I, I <coughs> that I would gain very rapidly from that uh would take years normally with another person. You have to trust them. You don't have a choice. Yeah right you have to believe that person's competent mm. you also have to believe that person doesn't want to hurt you
0: so hey on on trust exercises
1: fall it's one giant trust exercise mm. Mm. the entire time yeah. it just never ends
0: the and
1: and it's also one of those things that you always lose in climbing this climbing is not a winner sport <laughs> in that way it's not like there's no winner at the end of the day you know you it's a constant growth kind of thing. So, like, I'll never be the best climber in the world, ever. That's just, just – uh, there's no chance. That's not a reality for me. Mm. But I can always become much better than I am right now, yeah. right? But the levels to get to there are increasingly difficult, you know? Mm. So, like, I can do – the grades go from, like, 1 to 9C A nine C or some shit like that. The hardest one being uh, not Silence, which was done in Norway. Uh, it's uh, it was done by this uh, Czech guy with a super long neck. He looks like a dinosaur, and he's uh, he he like did the most insane upside down climb with like it's just it's magical. But it's this little cave system, cave in Norway that goes out or something. And and he trained for months and months and months too. It's very interesting. There's a like a documentary about it on YouTube. Hmm. Um, but like to get just to which what, what I would say is like an intermediate level, which is like 6A, right, is a, is a difficulty level. If you're going to get to 6A, for a lot of people, that might take you a year,
4: hmm.
1: right? Then to get to 7A, which is like one, like three grades up, three full grades up of difficulty, that might take you three years, four years, right? And then to get to eight, right, which is another full three grades up, that might take you your entire life. You know what I mean? Mm. But for some people they might get to seven A after a year. But the but the thing is, is that it's it's one of those things where you're gonna be pushing yourself incredibly hard to get better and you're going to fail over and over and over again. I think that also is like super useful.
0: Yeah, you're and you're
1: always you can always lose to somebody.
0: If you're not now, so can sport, for example?
1: Not necessarily. No. Now, I'm, I'm, I'm going dis- to... There's differences between climbing. You have climbing with a rope, lead climbing inside, which is just sport climbing, right? Mm. And yeah, you can get hurt, and you could die, but like chances are 99% of the time, you, you actually actively have to like be out to fuck up. Like you're, it's not gonna happen. And then you have uh, sport climbing outside, right? Which is, then the chances start increasing because there's rock falls. And um, there's like falls where you can land onto like hit it, you know, land on top of rock and stuff. And there you could actually, they're more in danger, right? But most likely you're not gonna hurt yourself. And then there's trad climbing. And trad climbing is putting your own securements into the wall. There's no loops in the wall. There's no metal in the wall. There's nothing there. You follow a route, hopefully the right one. And then you put gear into the wall, which like expands into the wall or these things called nuts, which you just hope you put in correctly because if you fall on it, that's going to decide if you live or die, mm. you know, and, and that I would say is like for most people as dangerous as climbing is going to get. And I got to that's the one you're doing if you're mountaineering, for example, going on Volga Khan that's the kind of climbing you're going to do and it's it's definitely dangerous hmm. i would say
0: remember how uh on alex handled he free
1: climbing yeah i don't know that's not, not that me, that's, that's not, not a real thing ago. that's yeah. not listen when people are t- watching this shit and they're just like oh wow climbers are crazy I'm like no this this guy is fucking out of his mind <laughs> this guy has lost his shit <laughs> like that there are free climbers right yeah and almost every single one of them is dead. Mm. Just like people that jump out in those squirrel suits out of out of airplanes or off of like uh, mountains. Most mm. of them are dead. Mm. Uh, I don't know who told me this, but they knew a guy that did that. And he showed a picture of his class, or maybe he was a YouTuber. I don't fucking know. I saw mm. it somewhere. Mm-hmm. He showed a picture of his class, and he said, everybody on that picture except for me is dead.
0: Mm. Men det mening, for det er jo bare et spørsmål om tid. Yeah. Hvis, det er, hvis du tar 200 opp i året, Och du med en sport som är er, uh, du föcker upp en gång, yep. så ökar bara desto mer tid som för att snart så är er du I mean yeah, I so, mean expect
1: expect death if mm. you're doing that. But if you're doing that, then it's not you're not worried about death. You're not doing that for to feel the fear of death. You're doing that because it's the only thing that can get your dick hard. Yeah. Literally nothing else yeah. can give you an erection at that point. Er shit, er you cannot come <laughs> unless you have genuinely <laughs> attempted suicide that day. Yeah, yeah. So I just, I don't view that as climbing. That's something completely different. That mm. is its own thing. That's not within the climbing world as I see it. And you know? ser du, ser du, blir du it av se på Alexander? I do find it inspiring, yeah. but for different reasons. I think, I think like that, that self-control, you know, the the ability to stay calm because yeah. like i'm genuinely scared of heights mm. right I've, I've had a fear a massive fear of heights my whole <laughs> life this is a part of the reason i want to climb right because you have to face your demons you know but seeing him do that my hands get wet yeah Right. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm sh- I almost start shaking when yeah. I watch it, yeah. cause like I'm imagining myself in that position, and I've been on walls, and I know what that feels like. And this guy is fucking psychotic. Like that shit is insane. Mm. Like like watching it, and you haven't climbed, you're like, wow, that's crazy. No, no, it is the most insane shit ever. Mm. There's nothing that compares to that level of mental gymnastics you have to go through to make that work in your mm. head. It's mm. it's crazy. Det som er fascinerande også er at når du ser, jeg har sett någon YouTube
0: eh, video eller jeg tror det er en eh, YouTube video hvor han er sponset Face eller noe sånt, hvor han klatrer et eller annet sykt fjell, og så og så bare ser du at alle, hele kamerateamet dama hans, alle vennene hans som står både oppe og nede de er liksom, de vet ikke vad de skal göra. de holder på å dø av nervositet ja. alle sammen, någon gråter någon bare klarer ikke å se på, någon tar på seg musikk og går en annen vei <laughs> Alltså <laughs> det är er bara sådan ingen törre och se på en gång, även yep. om du vet att ok här är er kanske den bästa freeclimaren i hela världen, och så är er det bara
1: A free solo climber.
0: Ja, 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 rätt. Yeah. Uh, och ingen törre att se på, ingen klarer och kontrollera försösten sin när bara och se på. Liksom.
1: And the worst part is he's on that wall, rock hard, right? Mm, mm. <laughs> he's got, he's fully erect and just ah, oh, mm, like yeah. he's having the time of his fucking life up there and that's that's the difference between them and us because yeah. there is i think like the world comes down to those people and the rest of society mm. genuinely because you there, there's like there's outliers man and yeah. most those people are extra special like er han wim hof wim hof is pretty sick you have
0: a couple of super humans that i don't really understand how it's possible but what fascinates me a little bit about him alex hennel is that you say den mentale styrken han må ha, ikke bare fysiske og alt det der, som må till for att kunne vara en god klatrer, men bara den mentale styrken han har, for det første å tørre det, for det andre å være jævlig god på det. Da tenker jeg sånn, det der kan du bruke till andre ting også. Men han vil ikke gjøre noe annet, ikke Men det er bare sånn, den mentale styrken du har der, mm. det är er det mange som jobber, många munker til med, som jobbar ett helt liv for att prøve å oppnå. Og du kunde bruke det på så mye annet. Men bara Jag ska bli sikring. det jag
1: vill göra. Here's the interesting thing when I think about it is that and that's that's also like what's it that's why climbing has been like a journey is that anyone almost, right? If you start at an early enough age, almost anyone can get as physically strong as enough to do what he's done. Right? But that's the point. It's not the physical, right? It's just emotional. Yeah, it's yeah. just your willpower. And I think that's what's impressive with these kind of people. Like you said, you know, and, and I noticed with myself, I don't have a fucking kind of willpower, man. I'm 100% safe on a wall climbing and I'm still shitting my pants. Mm, mm. You know? Yeah, they really have to. I'm like 10 meters up, which is nothing. Mm. right I'm just 10 meters up and I'm just like oh, fuck <laughs> you know? yeah. it's just like what the fuck am I doing here yeah. there's a there's a joke among the climbing guys right where it's like you love climbing until you're on the wall mm. Mm. but while you're on the wall you hate it mm. and then once you come down again you love it
0: <laughs> I
1: guess I've never done that and mm. I probably never will because
0: that's scary shit face your
1: fears Ah, you got me there, man. Mm. Ah, you fucking put me in my mm-hmm. place. So I have booked two tickets. We're going a here. Yeah, go uh. I'll go right outside. <laughs> <laughs> I have a, I have a, pilot. Have a uh, This pilot, this podcast is really going well for you. <laughs> 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 you really started making the dollars on this. one.
0: I have undergone that. I had to, because to be a fall term in summer Okay. But I have no So. That is Nej men det jag det var jag sa det till någon kompis så sa liksom jag ska vi ta så hopp forward här liksom för det liksom så när er ett tandemhopp att du blir du får en penis bak och så styr han allt samman och så bara tar det emot
1: The one thing I don't understand about the tandem jumps mm. why does he have to be physically inside of you? Nej
0: det sköntigt jävlar han förklarade det till mig och ja. sa liksom att det har med aerodynamiken att göra och så ja er riktigt av minst möjlig uh, air pressure men uh, du skatte inte det. Jag skönt inte det för jag var väldigt dålig fysik och så ja. Och så sa han så ja, ja men det er, det är er många som fick köndre men bara ta där boxar och så gå upp i flyget ja. så Men så. Och så det var väldigt rart på för vi hoppade inte ut av fly. <laughs> så jag sa sån ja men ska vi ju betalt för att vi ska hoppa ut och så nej vi må ner den glömde sekken sån.
1: No, wasn't that like a training round
0: maybe? Ja, det var kanske det. Bli vant i flyget. Ja. Bli vant till att sitta i flyget. Ja. Jag vet inte. That's crazy rart. man.
1: But I mean you've definitely gone halfway then. You're halfway there. Yeah,
0: yeah. Han are only halfway. We're only halfway, trying to go all the way some. Ja. at the third base But er Men uansett, uh, så jag i sommer, men mm. jag hade ingen göra med. Så det är jag att det är er en sån upplevelse en som med någon. Du ju det med han är är någon har to you know,
1: you know who does do that. Uh, Bendik, you can ask him.
0: Bendik Johansen. Mm-hmm. Godeste, yeah.
1: Let's just say everybody's name on
0: yeah, this podcast. Yeah, Fuck it, yeah. Um, yeah. He does. Yeah, yeah he has a
1: profile. Okay, not to like talk shit. I'm not specifically talking shit about him. Mm. All right, when I say this, but one thing I've noticed is that like, and this is what I really dislike about social media, because I know he does jump a lot. Mm. And that's why I'm not speaking about him, but it made me think about it. I don't know. Okay, but uh, but my point it was um, there's a lot of people that like will put out the profile. P- oh, I'm out in the fucking woods on their profile picture, and then they've been in the woods once,
4: mm.
1: or like um, I'm diving into the water. Oof, I'm deep. Look at all these fish, and like that was the only thirty seconds they've been in water their life. Mm. And I'm I'm really tired of fucking social media, man. The highlights, the highlights. I, it's you the know? highlight reel, right? Yeah, yeah. But It gives the wrong impression. Just like Tinder, for example. How many times have I met a girl on Tinder? Theoretically, because women don't like me. I've never met a woman on Tinder. Mm. But theoretically, how many times have I met a girl on Tinder? Right? And I hear the ground shake as she approaches, you know? Because she's so insanely overweight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Classic. I ruined my life. Uh, But like... It, it just seems like we're kind of, for me, like we're just living in this world. Like, I, I, this just doesn't isn't real anymore. Like, I've mm-hmm. I've I've, I've kind of cut out so much social media now because I just, it makes me feel gross. Yep. It makes me feel unclean in a way. Yep. You know what I mean? Yeah. För det du tar
0: imot är er egentligen bara massa dritt från alla som som inkluderar dig själv som egentligen är uh, laget för att andra ska føle sig lite dåligare än dig på något uh, Det Eh er liksom är lite som som du sa, det er highlight reel då. Du oh, så er spørsmål... literally said that first though. So. Ja, ja, förstår <laughs> Men så är er det liksom sån okej, okay, men vad är er motivationen då? Det var det som gjorde att jag slutade med Instagram för exempel och någon gånger så spyr jag av mig själv och uh, börjar tänka på ting jag lägger ut på snap story för exempel. Mm. Uh, fördi att det är er sån ett s på. Så tänker is on um, venta.
1: Give me an example of like some shit where you put that well, out and you're like, wow, I'm a piece of shit. Um, hmm.
0: okay. Det är er som regel, vis. Jag lägger ut någge bara för att manifestera min egen existens och si at, se att se här. Jag lever också bra. Vår mm. Hvor det inte er på måten och sån. Uh, Detta är er morsomt är detta är er intressant men då är sådan ah se på den utsikten här så bra har jag det jag
1: hever mig själv mm? du hever dig själv
0: jag hever mig själv ja. och så tänker jag ette på så tänker jag sådan yeah. väntligt. lite varför varför gjorde jeg det ja yeah. vad var motivationen min ja yeah. och det var det jag insåg med speciellt med Instagram då att motivationen min var alltid så bättre mm. mer eh, kulare sant? jag <laughs> var jo, altså, jeg, det tog mig lång tid för jag insåg att jag inte är er en künstnerlikvärd <laughs> <Ikke sant>? men <laughs> med all dessa filterna och och på något vad ska man se si, måten Instagram till rätt för att du ska föra dig mer kreativ följa dig dejligare följa dig brunnare kanske för en sån rosa albino som mig själv
1: yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Every time you fucking laugh, you turn into a tomato. <laughs> like it's so nice. Ja, det är er,
0: uh, det är ganska fascinerande. you,
1: uh, but you continue lot. just a real mm-hmm. note here. Mm. You're a handsome boy. Tack. Okej. Okay. Tack. I think about you. The beauty for me. Continue. Ehm,
0: ja, vad roligt. So sexy. Tack. Okej. No, but um, nej men 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 det är er, det är er den er motivation bak det som bara är fucket mapp. Mm. Och som bara gjorde att jag levde i sån nästan konstant kognitiv dissonans för att jag visste liksom att detta jag känner mig dritt när jag är er på Instagram. Jag føler mig dritt när jag poster ting på Instagram. Jag øh, øh, de andra som jag har som vänner på Instagram, øh, de har också akkurat samme motivation och det är er helt uppenbart på på det innehållet i de poster, ikke sånt. Här är er mig på stranden i kempbryn och bikini och dripra. Här är er mig på den här semestern här. Här är er mig så spiser den här nydliga maten här, iksant. Allt är er bara sånt se så bra livet mitt er, Så det bara var sån här extrem negativ feedback
1: loop som bara oavsett hur dagen
0: brukte in sig så bara föllt jag mig sån dritt nästan. You, you
1: know what's interesting about Instagram and shit is that like there used to be like a joke about like people go on vacation and they would take a bunch of pictures, right? And they would set up like a fucking slide reel you know, in their home yeah, yeah, yeah. and then they would show it on their wall and then they look, Oh, come over and watch it. Look at my vacation. And people be like, fuck, you know, like this, <laughs> this fucking asshole trapped me to look at their shitty vacation. I'll say, I'll be on Oh, look at that. Oh, we had a beautiful dinner that day. And you know, they're just cunts. Like you were, you yeah. thought of that person as the biggest fucking cunt. Yeah. And now that's everybody. Yeah. That was, that's there. You're forcing me to watch what well, I couldn't give less of a fuck about. I think is, I'm I can't even look at Instagram Cause I just don't, I don't find any joy in it. Mm. Like it doesn't bring me anything. I enjoy like my friend's Snapchats. Mm. You know, like, like watching my, who I care about, good friends, or just people that I find interesting, their stories. And even if like what you're saying, like, oh, look at this view and all that stuff. Like, yeah, okay, I can understand feeling like that. Mm. But it's still also nice to see other people bringing pleasure yeah. to themselves. A little snapshot
0: of this life right now. And Yeah, er yeah. Like, yeah If yeah,
1: if I see like, for example you're talking about oh this is a beautiful view that i got to see it took me a while to get to this point but now i look at that and i think oh man that good for this guy yeah you know i really mm-hmm. enjoy seeing this person happy yeah. you know and that took a long ass time to get there but because before i was like fuck that guy mm-hmm. who does he think he is you know like like there was like a negativity but i think that has to do with like trying to be Somebody that you aren't through mm. through social media mm. is that it makes you toxic, you know. Yeah, you kind of have to work against that. That's why, like the people who I know who have quit all that shit, might be some of the best people. Those are my closest friends. You know, those are people that I really can trust and enjoy being around because they wish positivity mm. towards you. Mm. You know.
0: I tror, eh helt Jenny. I tror at grunden till att jag för exempel för jag har slettat snapchat en stund också och og bara haft egentligen facebook för uh, typ arrangementer och för egentligen på grund av messenger bara. Alltså allt på alla
1: väggar på facebook är er bara dritt Al- och så. Also for for like your great aunt sending you a th- happy ja. birthday message. Ja, yeah, en, can, uh, en
0: uh,
1: onkel av mig.
0: <laughs> la mig till igår och <laughs> ja det er, ja ja det är er lång men i uh, han uh, sänder live på Facebook tre gånger om dagen Why? i uh, cirka max kanske er 50 sekunder. Och det är er egentligen det är er bara sånt det är er Facebook väggen min, feeden min i ett nötteskal. Det är er bara dritt och ubruklig info. But Men jag likväl så ändar jag med och scrolla 10-15 minuter innan då. Att ta mig själv och göra det är er
1: helt ubrukligt liksom. Which is to agree that that stream is worth watching. A little uh. bit, like there's a part of that that, like the the really like fucked up part of me is just like I would watch that to get joy out of his like obvious suffering.
5: <laughs> like I know
1: that's really fucked up, but like you, there has to be some darkness to him yeah. doing that fifty seconds at a time every day. Mm and that it, like there's like a cathartic kind of joy
0: out of that? I jag tror vad du menar, för jag har sett det. <laughs> so, er det er yeah. ligger, så jag i det och det för jag studerar psykologi och för att när jag ser Like, lägger sig
2: horrible. shit? What is
0: he thinking Jag he är live eller han han tar ett bild? det är er liksom sånn, ja, uh, ja, det er, men det er en helt annen, helt annen story. The dichotomy of man. Men uh, det er en ting som är er säkert som du innerar med själv det är er att du är er, uh, en dritsekk. Yeah, yeah för mm. sure. Uh, det var egentligen att det vill säga. Si. Uh, oh, okay. Okej, okay. uh, yeah. nej men det är er allikväl uh, ett par egenskaper ved som är er med Here we go. Och låt oss ikke snakke om För där uh,
1: Actually, the worst thing is, is that legitimately at work together, we've had long conversations about our dicks, yep. And that's not a joke for this podcast. That's mm. just me. Definitely er ja. yeah. go ahead though. Tell me about the thing, make my ego bigger than it already is.
0: Um, yeah, no, you have a physique that is just to start, So you're a fulgable man. That's er number one. Fruitable, you Ja, fruktbar då? Ja. Ja. Uh, så pulbar. <laughs> Men du är er fruktbar då. Men uh, samma grej det. Och er, så det det er nog uh, för du har extremt energi att du är er ganska sikkert på träning och klättring är er en bra bra för mm. Men uh, en annen ting är er ju att som jag kanske är er ända mer med på. Det är er ju dina musikalske färdigheter. Ja, för att uh, när jag ser och detta är er nog jag har tänkt på liksom länge men och jag blir bara på på det Hver gang jag ser för exempel musikkonkurrenser eller live konserter och sånt så ser jag liksom bandet på sig en bara det är er helt uppenbart här att de är er på en på et sånt nivå de är er på en sån våglängd samman att det kan nästan sammanlignas med sex. Ja, yeah. de är er, de vibbar helt 100%. Og det, der er jeg veldig musynlig. Selvfølgelig er jeg veldig fornøyd med å være liksom, i You're publikum. watching the sex. Ja, jeg er en boyer, og så, yeah. liker å se på, og betale for det. Ja, yeah, ja, yeah, selvfølgelig. Men, uh, men det, det, er, det er sånn åpenbart, der. Det var sånn, oh, hvis jeg kunne synge, eller hvis jeg kunne spilt et instrument bra, og bare jamme, liksom. Åh, oh, fy fader, ass. Den følelsen der skulle jeg gjerne hatt. Fordi jeg kan trene meg opp, yeah. både egentlig når det gjelder instrument, og når det gjelder for eksempel klatring, eller altså, fysisk trening. Men det er
1: We've all been there before, man. Wanting that.
0: Ah, an feeling with with the of playing an instrument and to, for example, be in good physical form, especially when you
1: play with other people. Ah, yeah. Um. How do how are That's a big question, man. Like, cause there's a lot. You know, music is emotional. You know, uh, and I may not seem it all the time, but I think I'm at least on for some part. Like, I'm, I have a lot, like, I, I feel a lot, you know? And I think that plays into the music. You know, it's a necessary part of my life because otherwise, I don't really have a place to let that out. And I think, I think what you're seeing when you're watching that kind of orgy of emotion on the stage, you're seeing um, first, you're at the, the connection between them, right? Because, like, there are people in my band that I do not connect with outside of the band at all, right?
0: So is it a bar and not a Yeah,
1: just when we're together playing. Mm. But when we do play, something happens. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. there's just like, there's kind of like a magic. Um, and I remember the first time I got together with the first drummer we had, and the, and the guitarist. The guitarist I went to cooking school with, and the other guitarist I knew my entire life actually. Because when I was a kid, like, when I was one to five years old, I lived in Norway. And my neighbor was this kid named Simon. And when I came back to Norway, I met him again. And we were hanging out, and he plays guitar. And my friend wanted to start a band, and we were like, I got a guy. We had two guitars, and then a drummer is how we started, and me singing. And I remember we got together, uh, and we were going to try this drummer out. His name was Ola And he was just this dude who had been, like, a bunch of metal bands and shit. And we just started with a song that we just this shitty song that we just started. And then and then he was like doing some drums and it was sounding good, right? It was like, Oh, let's try that again. And just kept going. And we just started playing the same things over and over again. And then like, it like turned into this, like, this, like, uh, this, this feeling of it's like a wave of euphoria Hmm. over you. And this excitement because you get to share, you're like, Oh, we did something, you know, it's magical, you know, And, and then it's a it's like this, this almost sexual energy. Honestly, because you're like, it's powerful. There's not a lot that really contacts you that way, you know, that hits you like that. And um, funnily enough, a fun story about that is This guy, he's like, yeah, I've been drumming for like a year, right? I've been doing the drums for a year. He liked our music, right? Because we put it out on this music, his circuit music thing on Facebook. And so he just picked up the drums the week before, started playing it. Practice hours every single day, and then met up with us that after a week, and he was like a god at drumming. Yeah, it was wow. crazy, and he told us a year later actually after that he told us he was like, yeah, I've <laughs> only been playing drums for a week. You guys didn't even notice, Jesus. but he was amazing. But the thing is, that I got to talk about this guy. Ula he has a band right now, a uh, Carpool Lane, where he's singing because we don't play in a band anymore with him. Okay. He lives in Fredericksburg, so he was like you know it was a big distance. Mm-hmm. But he is, <laughs> <laughs> he's, 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 he's like, he has the personality type that you have where you, you can just be around him and have a good time, hmm. you know, very personable, interesting, really able to like make a joke and have a good time about anything. Mm-hmm. And he, uh, and he also was a god at guitar, like genuinely. Like I have videos of him playing guitar, which just doesn't make sense. Like his fingers are just like, but he didn't want to play that. He just wanted to be in the band with cool dudes who wanted to do cool shit, mm. you know. So he, he just learned the drums in a week, hmm. and he plays the bass too, of course, and can sing. Det også fascinerer
0: mig at det, 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 jeg ved ikke hvor vanlig det er, da, men det virker ligesom som som om nogle musikere bare overgår en instrument eller ett andet och fra ett instrument till vokal det for piano, så egentlig, men... Well yeah, it
1: gets easier, uh, move to move because there's 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 basics to music, right? Mm. I, I used to play the violin and I was also in a choir huh. right as a kid. So the choir taught me how to use my lungs and my breath and all that shit. And then violin taught me to like hear music differently. I never learned how to read notes because kan I was sånn. lazy. So I would just hear the notes and then I would play them on the violin. So I would just follow the rest of the orchestra. I was actually second chair. So I <laughs> wasn't that. Wasn't bad. Oh, wow. Yeah. And uh, I remember when the music teacher found out that I couldn't read notes because he was going to do like one-on-one teaching with everybody. And I was like, fuck, what am I going to do? And, uh, and he sat there and I think he kind of had an idea because he put the piece of paper with the notes in front of me and he was like, go on and play that. And I was just like, why don't you play it (laughs) first why don't you show me (laughs) i'm not sure about this was how does this he figured it out and he was just like so you haven't you've never known how to play votes i was like no i don't i never figured it out so that was uh that was interesting you know it was uh i think learning the violin really set the stage for me musically um because like music you can learn the basics like what i was saying there's a basics to music right you have the note structure you have song structure you have like how you're going to hit notes within like different parts of the song you know and there's like a really really in-depth shit that you learn and but the basics is just like you know what sounds good after this right now right Mm -hmm. so like if you've learned that on the guitar you're going to know what that means on the piano as well Mm -hmm. you know you just kind of have to learn the notes on the piano you have to make your fingers used to it but it's generally going to be the same concept and i think that's why it's so easy to move from one thing to the other you know for like people that are like uh, consummate musicians you know people who are just all oh, they they live and breathe the music they're going to be able to bring that forward to the next instrument mm. you know mm. and um i don't know man, music is i could talk for a long time about music it's it's uh it's one of those things that like you always have more to learn as well mm. cuz there's always people making up new shit you know there's always, uh, and there's always older things that you can look into and kind of understand, you know, like you can look at classic greats, you know, like, uh, before Jimi Hendrix, uh, you know, people were just were playing the guitar in this kind of like straight like Billy Holiday kind of way, you know what I mean? And then they And then, you know, he comes in and he brings in this, like, note structure that's just wild and out there and, like, more, like, brash. And he brings into this, like, kind of, like, rock culture that we – I think a lot of the rock culture that we had after that period comes, like, from Jimi Hendrix, for example. And, like – and I think that, you know, because it's, like, something that you can always bring something new into, it's always exciting, Hmm. you know, and it's always interesting to learn.
0: Til å, til å
1: altså, you, you don't need the self-discipline Because you're going I'm just going to be clear You're going about it the wrong way If you want to learn music mm. Never learn it alone Unless you're a person That can do that with anything mm. Does that make sense? Mm. Det venner, yeah I, So you're going to struggle there obviously Fuck. But here's what you can do Find Take A couple days And learn A couple chords on the guitar Just enough like don't set this lofty goal i'm going to be the best guitar player in the world because uh, you're not first of all and then you know you're you're you could be i'm not saying you never will but like that's not the goal you need mm. you need to like learn three chords because uh, for m- almost every song that you hear on the radio or everywhere is like three or four chords or uh, they're all the same shit they're all basically the same song right so learn those chords learn the most piano, for example. perfect yeah. learn that on guitar if you want to play guitar or bass or whatever even bass is even easier you just have to learn like you have to learn like follow on the basic notes that everybody's Mm -hmm. playing you don't even have to do good and like people are gonna be like that's great so learn learn those find go on music your circuit music go on something find somebody that's like at your level which is everybody pretty much and just be like hey can you sing a note or two if you can't sing if you can sing then do that or, and then somebody who's willing to play a bass. Somebody, just anybody. Just one other guy. You need a guitar and you need a singer. Hmm. That's a good start. And then just be like, yeah, let's just try to make a song. That's it. Let's just try to like start making like one part of the song. Let's make one verse. Hmm. And if you find that engaging and exciting, then keep doing that with that person. And eventually, right, your level of engagement and interest will kind of push you forward you won't really need to think about it you won't need to be like oh i need discipline for this because it is it's so interesting and exciting that mm. you're not going to require any of that
0: you know i hører hva du sier men jag har for example, an elektrisk piano faktisk hjemme som jag kunde øvet på når som helst men som for det första har støvet ned på hytta i over ten år och för övrigt nå som jag tog det upp hit till Lilja men så og har haft det här i fler uker och ha till och med fri. Jag första skoldag idag. Mm-hmm. Så jag yeah. har massa uker till att kosa massa extra tid, massa dödtid. Ja. Jag har ju på.
1: Okej. Okay. Well, you're so, still looking at it the wrong way. Men
0: ja, kanske kanske alltså jag jag bara att uh, att jag har liksom på att. I vis motivationen eller ambitionen till att göra det uh, till till det att träna för att jag jag gör mig men men det er på den, den jag er Yeah
1: but that's that's what I'm telling you that's what you have that's what you have to get
0: Ja jag betyder massa det yeah. betyder really.
1: mycket uh, It's not really that much work. It's genuinely not. No? You know <clears throat> Obviously, I have a lot more experience, and I've been doing yeah. like shit for a while. But like, for example, I'm doing a new project where I'm trying to rap yeah. on songs. Mm-hmm. I don't know how the fuck to rap. It's I mean, a whole. You call already sing. Yeah, but rapping is a different craft completely. It's yeah. not the same thing no. at all. And yeah, definitely singing helps, but it's not the same thing. This is more about word use and crafting of poems in a way. Mm. And the way I started that was me and my friend, who I'm doing it with we would either sit around at his place, or drive around, and we would put on beats, just songs we liked, just like without singing, and we would just fuck around on them. And that was fun and engaging. Mm. And we just did that, we've done that for years, you know, just to have fun, right? And then recently, I was, I, I have a studio I go to with a, with a producer and shit, and, and I see he's doing a lot of rap stuff and different stuff, i was like, I could probably do that maybe. I mm. can maybe make something interesting. Mm. So I talked to my friend. I was like, let's go to the studio. Let's make a song for fun. Mm. And we went there and that's what we were doing. Now we're on song number two, actually. And like, that's what it's all about is that you have to, it has to be enjoyable. Nothing within music is going to happen well by forcing your hand, you know? Mm. Find a way to make it interesting. You Mm. know, Uh, like I stopped playing violin when it started to become a chore.
0: Right Mm. Probably be
1: rather
0: sad. Mhm. But Easy Target? Are they still alive? Yeah. it. Er easy Target are uh, Benedict. Yes.
1: Yeah. We had a we have an for We have a show in Frederiksstad. Oh. Oh, it's, it's a private one so none of you listening can come. Ah. And I don't want you there. <laughs> mm. <laughs> I'm not going to be an asshole <laughs> 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 If I If it was if it was uh if it was a public show you could come. Yeah. But um it's the old drummer actually with his new band, and he has a few other bands coming. It's basically like this is one of those shows where a bunch of like bands get together just to look at each other's sets. Does that make sense? Just to play for each other and have fun.
4: Mm.
1: Every time you press those buttons on your fucking little light board, there it makes it gives me uh, anxiety, <laughs> and because like here you're pressing, you look at me, right? I start a new sentence, and you look at me, and you press it, and you're like. Mm. <laughs> Interesting. I'm like, what did I do? Am I saying the wrong thing? Is he stopping the recording? What's happening
0: right now? Jamie Joe Rogan.
1: He's giving me extreme anxiety every time he does it mm. because he'll look me in the eyes and he always makes a noise mm. as he presses <laughs> it mm. <laughs> it's just like what decision did you just make? <laughs> uh,
0: yeah anyways ongoing uh, easy targets yeah. så har jo du um, og nå vil jeg anbefale deg å ta på headsetet oh, uh, for du har jo vært på uh, et program på TV2 för 4 5 år sedan som heter The Stream. I hate you for this by the way. så yeah. Ehm um, so då tänkte jag att vi skulle höra dit från Easy Targets sin mest oh, populära sång this summer. This summer. Okej, okay, that one 300 000 avspelningar på Spotify.
1: ja, yeah, you can you can put that one on. If you put on the other one I'm going to violently attack you.
0: Och jag tror jag är er ganska glad för att det inte skulle på musikvideon till this summer för exempel. <laughs> att <laughs> at jag live liveperformanceen, men uh, det som är er lite intressant är er att du får höra man får höra Marion Raven, Espen Linn och vokalisten i Donkey Boy. Uh, Vad var det han heter igen då? Katarina Sundberg uh, sin kommentarer efterpå och de representerar ju i den konkurrensen där uh, the stream så representerar ju de uh, tre forskjälliga platsers Universal, Sony och uh, Warner, uh, Warner Records, och både Warner Records och Universal, representerade av Kato Sundberg och Esben Lind, ville ha det vidare. Så de ska vi höra på efterpå, men allvarligen så ska vi höra på This Summer med Easy Target. It's cold. Okej, så det var this summer med Isi Target. Kommer säkert att lägga en länk till den i bio, tänker jag. Det såg väldigt professionellt ut då. Den ligger ju förstås på på YouTube också. Den the performanceen där.
1: Yeah. Um, Don't watch the other one. Ja, för det. I it, fucked that one up really bad.
0: Jag skulle gå in på det och säga lite för att. Var det på grund av vi ska ju höra det. Eh uh, var Cato Sundberg, uh, vokalisten i Donkey Boy, som også var dommer i den konkurrensen, vad han sa. För han uh, sa ju att han likte det ni med, men hans sin kommentar um, på slutten der, det var att denne denna er är väldigt uh, yeah. så jag vill att det ska ge mig något annat nästa gång. Well, Och det var då det kommer show Mendes. Nej nej nej, they made us do that. Yeah, I mean, for the Han også sa at No, no, okay. they the song. Det, eller?
1: no, they picked the song. No. They picked the song twenty four hours before we were gonna perform it. Det virker sånn,
0: yeah. det det, faktisk, det var we we
1: have that song out. We recorded it our ourselves after we'd learned to do it fully mm. and uh and released because 'Cause we we're like, well fuck, it's gonna be on TV. We have to like actually show a representation of how I can actually sing it. Because like I had to it wasn't within my vocal range, huh. right? So I was already fucked beginning with it. So what, what we had to do was I had to teach my vocal chords to reach that range, mm. which t- took me weeks, right? They gave us 24 hours and we spent all night learning the song, changing it, so that it worked on guitars and all that shit. Mm. Worked with the band, they could make their own version of the song. And then they didn't even give us a sound check. We got no sound check, and we was I was dead tired. My vocal cords were fucked, mm. and I go up there and I completely mutilate the song. I can't hear myself hmm. because the the drummer is too loud. He was he was very nervous, so he just overplayed, and then the guitars were out of sync. Everything was fucked. Mm. We didn't get to play it again. Mm. We didn't but, get, a, and a lot of other other people got second chances when they fucked up. We didn't get a second chance. I don't know, man. It just felt wrong. It was like. I don't think they were that interested in having us. I don't know, but like, I'm okay, you have to take responsibility, obviously. You know, I didn't, I wasn't, didn't do a good enough job. Right? And, and they, that is on me, mm-hmm. right? At the end of the day, I could have done that better. And, and, and I agree with them not bringing us forward because of that song, but we had multiple songs ready mm-hmm. of our own music, right?
0: They, they give me a meaning for my to play their theme music and so
1: their identity and vise who they are. We did a full new song.
4: Oh.
1: In between those two mm. times. Cuz we're like oh well, we'll, we'll do that. We'll just make a whole ass song. Uh um and we did. We we uh we we made it more modern because we were like we want to see a more modern side. we were like fuck it all right. we added like some synths and shit you know we worked with our producer and we made this like I thought it was really cool you know a lot of people really liked it that we were hanging out with and then they were like yeah you can't do that you know Hmm. which uh, really kind of killed morale and I was actually one of the reasons why we stopped playing for a long time together because like our experience with the music industry in that situation was so negative for us you know and we couldn't we couldn't comply to that level of what they were looking for. Does that make sense? We yeah. we couldn't yeah. be where they wanted us to be, right? Other musicians there were people who have that's kind of their thing mm-hmm. is they can do a lot of other like songs and they have a great huge vocal range and all that shit, and that's cool and that's good you know like I I I think that you should be able to do those things right but like I have I have a limited range vocally and i have i have some things that i can't sing and that was one of those things Mm. you know that i can't sing very well it took me a long time to learn how to do it um and i really don't like sean mendes (laughs) i'm gonna be honest it's not really my vibe (laughs) but you know we did our best and i think the song that's on spotify that we when we did we we recorded and did that it came out well Mm. so like at least we got that out of it
0: Det som irriterte mig mest, altså nu snakker vi da, bare for å clarify litt, nu snakker vi ikke om den sangen som vi spilte av nå, som er This Summer, men vi snakker da om Stitches uh, av Shawn Mendes, som de gjorde en version av i runde to av The Stream, og som de på måte, ble två påtvunget til å gjøre da. Men uh, det som var så irriterende, synes jeg, var at uh, bare fordi at en sjanger er oppbrukt, så ifølge da Kate Sundberg, så er det då må vi se något annat av dere, fordi at det för er att det är en populär sjanger och det var sån det bara ja det irriterade mig lite för att det ger egentligen ingen mening. Det det enda det enda det, det ger mening för det är er, uh, plats sällskapene för det är vi säljer något annat.
1: weird how that works, is
0: uh, so and the philosopher look more for hey
1: you know what uh, but <laughs> <laughs> yep. but i'll t- I'll say this mm. I am grateful mm. for the experience I yeah. find it uh definitely helped me grow as a person and as a musician yeah. you know um you have to take an l sometimes you know you should lose uh, and and i I definitely a better musician for it now but I'm also uh i also know what i want and if i would go back and do it today i would just start playing one of the songs that i recorded because mm. we knew the sound guy we had an in with the sound guy and i realized mm. afterwards what we could have done is just give him him the backing track to a song that we wanted to play and he would have played it for us and we would have mm. just fucked with him, and i would rather go out like that Enig. But you know what? I didn't know at that time. You know the, the level of integrity that you have to have to to look back on on yourself as an older man isn't always something that you know is born into you. you no, know, you have to you have to Klart. you have to do things that test your integrity first ja. to then become that man. So.
0: Å det some som massivt så för att försvåra det lite. Det är ju att uh, Ja, egentligen bara akkurat det sa little bit of var little bit of a ville, bit mm-hmm. ja, det skulle little bit andre a tvang bit of a little bit of som little var of a
1: little
0: bit of a little
1: bit of a little bit of a
0: little bit of a little a little bit of a vi godaste Espen Lin känd um, The Voice uh, hade du sagt till den performance. Oh
1: I haven't heard this for a while.
0: Men när det jag er sagt till er, er ganska catchy. Jag syns att det här var kul. Jag syns att det här var det var kulare än jag hade interested. skulle vara. Så er Espen är er intresserad. Jag syns det var kul. Jag syns det var catchy. Så det var egentligen ingenting från Och så kommer då Marion Draven som jag inte tog med här. Men hon sade bara observerat så säger du att uh, det er jättebra det är er jättebra inställning men det är er så mycket klarare ja. för det Och så Och så var det då vidare till sista Cato Sundberg. Uh, han hade lite mer utfyllande feedback. Yeah, I liked him.
3: Vad en fin låt idag. dag uh, god stemning, men diversad de det har på den relaxa upp det är er det absolut bästa. Mm. Jag skulle ønske jeg den låta med et land Alltså till altså til og med ett drop som er et slags det nye refrenget, hvor det er instrumentalt med blandet lite med voice sampling. Jeg vet ikke hvor länge det er hippt lenger, men sånne, sånne tanker da. Litt sånn inntetsigende, messe. Det det er bombesikker på, det er at du som uh, vokalist, du är. Er Altså, du er lagd for det gamet der. Dere andra føler att må jobbe mer helheten, så du føler at det är. Er et levende helhet på scenen. Uh, og så, jeg, jeg synes det er noen kvaliteter her som er bra. Ettersom, ettersom at den sjangeren dere gjør nu er väldigt oppbrukt, så vil jeg til gang at det är noe dritbra.
4: Oh, oh, oh shit! Ja. Oh,
0: oh, yeah eh uh, uh, det som är er lite artigt då att han säger att du som vokalist alltså där menar han dig uh, att du är er laggd för det game här. Mm. Och och så motsäger han sig selv på något på Be och se si att men den, den sjongern är er det så många andra
1: som driver med. Så gör du antagligen. And I think like you know he's is right though in some ways that yeah. we didn't exactly have specifically our own sound at that point um I can't really judge him on that you Mm -hmm. know uh there is truth within that you know and and I now the sound that I have we have is is definitely more who we are as people you know but I mean it's also a little late I would say for easy target to go a distance to be honest Hmm. you know like now it's more Men with full-time jobs who get together and have a good time and do like some shit together once in a while. Yeah. You know, we've recorded a new song, actually. Newly?
0: Yeah. What mm, newly?
1: Uh, a couple months ago. Good. Uh, I have it on my phone right now. Okay. You want to hear it?
0: Yeah, we can try to get We can actually try få det till in i podcast. Yeah. If you... Should we see? If på Bluetooth start a the caster pro we see if we can make you know.
1: that's crazy that you this this actually works'll be mm-hmm. ja, for sale knock on wood okay. this is this is so far unreleased Shit, I don't know if I'm allowed to show this I don't care fuck that world big. premiere they they can I'm gonna show it um and then if somebody's like oh, I'm gonna steal this sound I'm gonna steal this song from you guys and you're a dick don't do that. No. Uh, let me see. her you the Marion Raven. Marion I do Let me see here. Actually, maybe I should just release this fucking song soon. Uh, let me see which one is it. I actually have to give it a quick listen to just see if I actually have the right song or not. Okay uh right version of the song because mm-hmm. there's like you have like six different masters and like mixes of a song. Okay. Just give me like half a second I'll be with you. Yeah, yeah. So there men för det
0: männs du hållet på bara uh det the live performancen uh, eller på, på uh, the stream d var ju fem års. Holy shit. So har det icke gitit nog på fem år då så blir inte er det ändå eller?
1: That's right. Huh. I also released an old song a while back, uh, called Breakup Song. And it was uh, not well taken. <laughs> okay. Not a lot of people listen. It's a good song, but I was angry when I made it at an ex. I, she's kind of a bitch. And I made it about her because mm. I wanted her to know that I strongly disliked her. Yeah. And uh, and I think I really got that through. Uh, but uh, I think it was maybe like a little bit too specific, that song there. To really catch on with yeah. people. All right, I think I have it set up here. If you okay. want to give yeah. it a listen, yeah. world premiere of a song that might never even get released. go ahead I like fire. Like fire. Okay, we
0: can hear a little bit förpremiärer på Like Fire av uh, Easy Target yeah. mm. comebacket av Easy Target. Yeah, look at that! Ett alldeles fantastiskt uh, timing att du kommer i podcast nu, nu som Easy Target är er
1: tillbaka. That's crazy. Yeah. Vi okay. hade inte
0: planlagt uh, det här. Actually none of
1: this. I was gonna show you shit, cause like I don't know, I didn't think about it. Uh-huh. But, uh, you know, we got into talking about it. So.
0: Yeah, and I jag not inte you that I had hade uh, gjort klart ett a little impression
2: uh, No, uh, <laughs> you were just like, you just sprayed that on me. I
1: was like, this motherfucker. But, <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: er no, er uh, det er, det er uh, I think it's interesting. I think it's cool. It's a little fascinating also that you, because after you've been on har podcast, you've been to Brummedal and you've been to Brummedal and then you've been to Lillehammer and then you've been to i now for for at reppe egentlig yeah. <laughs> og, og prøve det og det som er lidt interessant da, er at nu hører det sig kanskje kanskje veldig gammeldags ut, men sådan det som er lidt i vinden nå, for tiden, mm-hmm. det er jo egentlig lidt sådan emo emo-rap. og det er jo ganske perfekt for dig da. It's literally what I'm fucking doing right now. Igen så og for eksempel uh, en av de mest populære nå for tiden, det er jo uh, Kid Lyrical eller The Kid Lyrical med sangen Without You. Och det är er egentligen bara sån det är er emo rap. Och så har du också XXX Temptation. Han drev ju också Temptation. Han drev ju också med en type extrem liksom blandning mellem rock och rap och det är er liksom emo rock och rap. Det är er liksom väldigt i vinden då. Och där tänker jag att uh at jeg sier som han godeste vokalisten i Donkey Boy, Kato Sundberg, at uh, du er lagt for det game her. ja. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ja, men er du ikke det? Er ikke dette liksom perfekt timing? då kommer dere med et comeback også. Hva, hva tenker du? Er det...
1: I mean, you have to remember, like, I'm a 30-year-old man at this point. I'm turning 30 tomorrow, actually. Oi! Yeah. Gratulerer med dagen. Takk. I morgen. Ja. ja. Jeg vikk 2000 kr av bestemål i dag. Åh, oh, fyff. <laughs> det er derfor du er i Bruvendalen. <laughs> but <laughs> <of pain. laughs> <laughs> she got, she gave me she gave me <coughs> she gave me that uh, and a, and a kitchen towel that says broom and on it oh and I was man. like that's fucking sick i actually like that because she knows I love to cook so mm. and um and uh, a bunch of bread and oh no for some reason She's just like every time you're at grandma's house, man. They just have this random ass shit. They just, which is great. I love it. Don't get me wrong. But it's just crazy. Like every time I end up there, there's just some new shit in my bag that I take home with me. No. Yep. They they were growing cucumbers. This oh. is the fattest fucking cucumber in my car right now. <laughs> Bro that shit would blow your back out. All right. <laughs> that that motherfucker's big. <laughs> the, I don't know what they're feeding them up in and all <laughs> I thought it was a squash, man. I actually gave me a fucking pumpkin. <laughs> Something in the water. Yeah, man. No, uh, but you would actually I need I want to hear your opinion on that song actually. Not uh, to be uh not to be mm-hmm. like
2: did you like it?
1: But Elchton, like I I'd be curious. Elchton.
0: Jeg likte den like som jeg likte um, uh, This Summer, og det er ikke egentlig en sjanger som jeg hører på. Mm. Jeg hører veldig uh, mycket på sånn lo-fi, rap, hiphop, uh, de typer sangene også, selvfølgelig litt sånn klassikere
1: og sånn, men... Um, classic Tupac? Uh,
0: for eksempel, ja, ja det blir lite av det ja. uh, men Ja, men jeg likte det, og det, det er liksom så åbenbart da for mig, at uh, att uh, ja, du er som skapt for det game her. Nej, hey Ulla. Nej, men jeg mener det er helt avuoligt da, fordi at uh, du du kan jo synge, mm. så og der er lagt jo. Jeg hører ikke noget på dette og for eksempel en sang av Green Day, hvis du skønner. Mm eller en sånga det är bara det så dumma jag är, det är min referens. visst eller men så av något som är helt verdensklasse då. Ja. ja. Så för mig så blir det som man sätter på någon punker och typ akti och så är så ja detta
1: är dritt bra. Varför är detta inte känt liksom. That's crazy for me that you say that. Because like the thing is is like when I listen to my music I hear every error. Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like when I listen to this summer. I like ah oh, that shit. That shit. That's wrong. That's wrong. I hate everything I've done no. passionately, hmm. you know, like I can enjoy the feeling of like, oh, I did this. I made something, you know, it's like there's like a dichotomy to it. Like there's two sides to this, you know, like I can at the same because like two things that are completely the opposite can exist at the same time. And I feel that a lot with music. It's like I can hate it because I see like the failures of myself within it. And I can also love it because I've made something and I do see the positive sides. But, like, I can't – when you say, oh, that's a – wow, it feels like I'm listening to something, like, uh, made it – that's been on the radio or something like that or Mm -hmm. whatever, whatever you're saying, you know. That just doesn't make fucking sense to me. I? like I can't connect those dots.
0: Men men det det verkar som ett uh, väldigt vanligt sån konstnärkomplex oavsett vad slags konst man driver med. Alltså det är er väldigt många konstnärer som tar självmord och att uh, det one bad day away man. Det var bara ett int. Uh, <laughs> men um, Men det är er väldigt många konstnärer som menar att alltid är er dritt, alltså Salvador Dali då, da, som Ja, yeah, but he was right. His
1: shit trash.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, no he is great. Alltså han är en sån kanske den bästa konstnären i i vår generation om vi mm. kan för låt att kalla han liksom, i vår generation, men uh, men han mente ju att han var en elendig konstnär. Uh, men det är er bara att alla andra är er värre. Mm. Det var det han sa or for example uh, oh dude I
1: totally feel that like, like can I just say like when you said that I just that kind of strikes like a tone because you're just like you'll go out and watch other uh, musicians that are like not to like be like I'm fucking great or anything but like mm. you'll watch music that are and they're genuinely bad mm. like, like when people are like oh all music is good and, no some music is straight trash mm. they don't know how to play their instruments or the way they're setting up their songs is obviously trash like it's just there's just simple shit that's not correct Right, and they're like, well, at least I'm. I'm obviously not that bad, but I don't still feel feel good, and that's so intrinsic in doing music, mm. right? You're never good enough, ever, because there's always somebody better. But there's always a, as long as you keep going, there's always going to be a, a an ocean of people that don't know what the fuck they're doing. Mm. So yeah, I definitely feel that. Uh, not to like act like I'm fucking good because I'm not genuinely that great,
0: but. but- Men jag tror det är er vanlig kunskkomplex och du vet mer, för exempel visst du lager en film. Utan du brukar någon känta resissör eller producenter som ett exempel. Men bara vist du lager en film mm-hmm. så lager du egentligen en, en fasad. Du, du visar folk vad som sker bare, du viser bara det du vill att de ska se. Absolutely. mens du vet ju alla felen hele hela processen bak att den skuespilleren egentligen skulle gråte där men klart ikke och gråte, men så blev det en grej scenen likväl ett eller annat där. Mm. Du vet att det var ting som egentligen skulle bli gjort här som är fuckat upp men som blev en del av slutresultatet.
3: Ja. Yeah.
0: Och det är er väl nästan ungålig hvis du är er en uh, kunstner med lite respekt för dig selv så vill du på måte are er 100% med. But, but here's the
1: secret Kanskje? that I think with time, it's hard to accept this for me. Mm. Very difficult for me to accept, but I, re, I see the truth in it. Much like, you know, how you are talking about like, um to see, to understand the dark side of yourself, you have to enjoy imagining murdering people in Auschwitz, mm-hmm. which is also one of the funniest things you could have said. That's, it's just insane mm. to me, but uh, it, it's, you have to accept that the things that you're hearing that are terrible are the same things other people are hearing that are good mm. Mm. those errors you know what what are these signs in Norwegian on uh, yeah. yeah these errors yeah. <laughs> these are uh, these mistakes you're making yeah. um, are what is creating depth within your art you know like um, a good example is Johnny Cash, when he does that song "Hurt." I hurt myself. You know, mm-hmm. that song is originally by Nine Inch Nails, right? And that song by Nine Inch Nails is a completely different thing. It's just it's a song about him uh, being addicted to heroin or whatever, and and it's really emotional, but in a much different way than Johnny Cash. You know, it's in this like kind of like really dark state, but in a way that's difficult for the average person to understand. I think. But when you, just because it's so different, you know. But then when you, I I personally don't really connect with that song. But when you listen to Johnny Cash's version, you know, you hear every break in his voice. Mm. You, You hear his stops. You hear the age, you know. All the experiences that he's had, you hear come through that. But I promise you that when he listened to that, he heard all of that and hated it yeah mm, yeah yep. he he heard his age and he was like, oh, when I was younger I didn't sound like that mm-hmm. you know when he heard those breaks, he was like, oh, I can't hold those notes anymore, yep, yep. you know all those things, but to us that's incredibly beautiful, it's heartbreaking, mm. you know, and I think that's what's really interesting about music is that the more you try to fix every failure, the more you kind of destroy what makes it beautiful mm,
0: mm. what's that yeah, the that Michael playing acting oh. Och så kan jag se för mig att hvis du ska bli i ditt tillfälle då musiker, hvis du ska bli en bedre musiker så må du på en mode också vara lite selvkritisk i form av att du kan för exempel ge ut uh, this summer. Uh, og och å likväl på nöjd med och ha gett ut men samtidigt se felen eller manglarna i sangen. Och nästa sång du lagar då, till exempel Like Fire. Mm. Så har du DI i mente, du har DI bakode, du vet att ok jag ska inte göra de samma felet igen. Och så är er det mest sannolikt andra ting som dyker upp som ödelägger sängen lite för dig och så är er det sån okej.
1: Okay, på hier's a good example of one. Det enda sättet
0: att nog bli bättre på då, det är er att vite att du har gjort fel, att du fortsatt inte är er perfekt kanske.
1: Ja, yeah, I'll give you an example on this Like Fire. Or on, on this summer is all start there. Um, I've been on my own, but you're still someone I know. I've been on. Tell me, do you see me? Right, that part. Mm-hmm. The way I use my voice, specifically there, um, is strained, right? And it's not like I wouldn't do that now. It's not necessarily the best way to do that, but it sounds okay, mm. right? Maybe that also helps bring forward emotion there. Uh, when I did it, I didn't hear it correctly, because I didn't understand what I was hearing, you know, because I was so still kind of new. And uh, now when I listen to it, that's an obvious error. But I don't know if that makes it good or not. But now I have like this song like fire. In the beginning, I'm doing something with my voice that I don't like personally. You know, I'm whispering, and I'm saying words that make me feel uncomfortable. Does that make sense? No. Because okay, so I'm saying. You found me. I don't know. I don't know. You found me. Right. Mm-hmm. And and that's more effeminate, right?
0: It's more. It's more light. Remember, it's betyder du
1: I don't like hearing myself sing. It. Okay. I don't like how it makes me feel because mm. it makes me feel. Fake. No because that's actually what I wanted to say hmm. Do you see that's actually it there isn't a lot of editing there that's exactly what came out the first time I sang that when I was practice in the practice room and it's kind of painful you mm-hmm. know it's it's a real part of me Super and I don't word. want you to see that ja, right yeah. it doesn't and, and from you might hear it and you'd be like oh this just sounds okay but for me it just it just doesn't feel good I hate that I really hate it. Yeah but when i heard that i was like okay then I, that song that part has to stay
4: mm-hmm.
1: because i don't like it right because that means that it actually has meaning at this point i kind of it's kind of like you have to pay, uh, that's when they talk about ooh, art is pain you know this is like fucking that's uh, that shit that's kind of like lame art is pain but in a way it is you know it is kind of suffering i'm not like some great artist or anything but like i can at least recognize that like You have to give yourself to the person that's listening Mm. for them to believe you. You have to be honest with them. And that's why when you listen to like, you know, when you listen to pop songs, right? And it feels empty. It's good. But it does. You don't feel anything. Mm. You know, you might feel a little okay. But you don't, you don't. There's nothing inside. Right. And that's why. Because they didn't do that. They didn't write that. They didn't, maybe they did, but it was, it was, they cut out all of those parts. They tried to, and instead they tried to stitch together like this zombie, like this Frankenstein's monster of a song, right? That is, that resembles the reality. When you listen to Eric Clapton sing that song about how his, if he goes to heaven, is his dead son going to remember his name? Mm. And how he can't be there because he knows that he's not worthy to be in heaven? Right? Mm. Do you think he wanted to sing that? To thousands, millions of people? Put yourself in that place. Wouldn't that break you?
4: Mm.
1: But he did it because you're supposed to give that part of yourself, the mm. part of yourself that you least want to show to people. And that's that's the thing. Maybe it's it's not like that dramatic in this song, but it it feels it has that that tonation to it. It has that feeling for me.
0: Mm. Det må när man faktiskt som artist eller künstner tör att vara så sårbar och ge så mycket av sig själv, är mm. lika väl ändra upp med att uh, få sängen sin, för exempel misförstått eller feiltolkad.
1: Oh that's that's an interesting thing that you bring up. Mm. That doesn't exist. Eket? No, there's no such thing as dis- misunderstanding songs. Okay, well, well, la meg re- rephrase det. Oh, oh, go ahead. Talk
0: att uh, för exempel uh, uh, att folk inte skönner varför den sängen är er så varför det var så sårbart för dig då att för dig så har uh, för exempel like Fire, bara för att ta en säng då en helt annan betydning historien bak är er nått helt annat uh, folk skönner inte hur mycket Fanskap. Uh, um, Jack Nicholson för exempel, mental Arbad, mental frustration. Han måtte gå igenom för att spela i uh, yeah, The Shining. The Shining, för exempel. Eller Heat Ledger. Da. Folk ikke vad han måste gå igenom att uh, spela The Joker I, I
1: think, But I think I understand where you're coming from
0: But s- Joker and think that, Oh wow For en fantastisk jobb, det är er er de You're not supposed to M- uh, Look at it uh, like this yeah,
1: yeah. Music is a magic trick All art is a magic trick Right? Mm. Mm. The world wants to be misled And that, that's kind of what music is doing Just like magic You know? You're especially acting I'm giving you a presentation of something that isn't real and never will be, and I want you to believe it. Yeah. That song is only real while you listen to it. It's supposed to make you feel something that you have no connection to whatsoever. right? It's a magic trick. Whatever works behind it, that's not the point. Mm. The point is exactly what you're feeling at that moment. That's why music can never be misinterpreted, because it's exactly what it is for you at that one moment that you listen to it. Mm. right um seal for example does this thing where he will f- he won't add the lyrics to his song because whatever you hear is what you're supposed to hear right mm-hmm. uh the rule and i've talked a lot with my band about this is that and a lot of musicians i don't know that if 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 they hear these words i think they'll this will really kind of like go with them like they'll understand it and and especially if they if they come from kind of the same school of thought within music is that once you give out the song, it's no longer yours. Mm. You no longer own it. It's everyone else's. It's whoever you gave it to. Yeah. So the 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 point of music isn't to tell you how I'm feeling. It's for you to feel how you're feeling.
0: Mm. Mm.
1: Yeah. Yeah, she know the man no? I felt the way I did when I wrote that, but I don't get to decide how you feel, right? Um, Now, there are amazing, incredible songs to go back to like Eric Clapton's song. You know, um, I don't remember what that's called again. Tears in heaven.
0: Tears in heaven.
1: How's it go
3: again?
0: Tears in heaven. Tears in
1: heaven. Would you know my
4: name? something something i'm gay i don't remember (laughs) (laughs) but like i opened for (laughs) (laughs) talking
1: but like that for example that obviously like when you hear that right Mm -hmm. there's not a lot of ways to understand that song and he did a masterful job of guiding it it's i think a good way of like uh, this is this is a strange connection to make but there's a game called fallout new vegas and what they did, they made it an open-world game, but they also made you believe that you were choosing the way you were going while you really were just following what they wanted you to. Hmm. All right? So, to give details, there's an area within that map, and they did really, really well. There's an area where you can get through if you really, really do your best and you find a way you can get through that area. But it's incredibly difficult difficult in the start of the game or you can go all the way the long way around and get the full story and it's more value to that to taking the long way around and going through the whole map but next maybe the next couple times you play it if you play more times you can go through the difficult area which makes it open world but it's not really it's a story driven within an open world which is which is really interesting you know and i think that's kind of what he's done right he's masterfully guided you away in a way to feel these feelings in a way where you believe you've gotten yourself there mm-hmm. and that's that is like that is like truly genius level music right and like 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 all most music is just you throwing up an emotion into somebody else's ear but like that is like a design that's like like when with pop is like a Frankenstein's monster, right? Then that is like giving giving birth to a god, in a way. Like I don't. know. <laughs> this is so different. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, but it's also it's also been sewn together in a way. Our mm. music is kind of sewn together emotion that you're supposed to feel. Mm. But the way he's done it, you know, you can't even see the the thread. Seamless art. Exactly. Mm. No, I, I have a lot of respect for that musician specifically, you know. Um, you know, he, uh, I don't know all that much about his story, but you don't really need to, you know, I think a lot of art speaks for itself and it's kinda like, you know, if you're gonna if you're gonna judge the artist based on what he's done in his life here, not gonna like a lot of art, you know. Mm-hmm. Most artists are kinda like fucked up, man. I was talking to uh, a musician friend of mine, and he just told me, he was like, I don't know anybody in in the music industry who isn't deeply damaged as a human being. Like, genuinely deeply damaged. Like, they're not, like, that doesn't have some kind of disorder that isn't, like, a narcissist or, or just has anxiety all the time or is depressed, isn't depressed, doesn't have, like, suicidal thoughts. Everybody's like that. It's just this place where, like like, really really destroyed people go to find themselves through through a medium mm. you know through a, through an art form you know like i'm sure salvador dali didn't necessarily become the absolute greatest painter in the world because he thought paint felt nice when it went on the canvas you know you know there's something there's some pain inside of him that had to come out mm. and painted i think is a huge motivator and it that
0: altså det är de där tortured genius complex exakt yeah. eller tortured artist att man måste vara det för att vara god künstner men det, det verkar som att det är er ju eh, nästan vanligt bland de bästa författarna de bästa skådespelarna de bästa musikerna alltså väldigt många de varför som träffar ett publikum på ett sånt dypt emotionellt nivå då ja. de Er nok um, de sliter nok ganske sykes, sådan der er mye rusmissbruk. Ja. Det er mye selvmord i disse brancherne, og speciellt interessant nok bland ofte de, som er størst eller bedste. du har Twenty Seven Club, du har uh, masse kj- Hemingway, så skitser selv med hagle. Altså. du har, liksom, det er ganske det er ganske vanlig da, uh, hvis du ser noget af det mener. Når du det virker som at det at være så svarbar I think
1: it's the P pe- kind of people you are. First first of all, let's give an example, right? I don't know what your father is like, for example. Not to bring your family into this, but let's just give let's pretend mm-hmm. that your dad is like a really hard man, right? Do you imagine that like like red from uh, that 70s show? Mm-hmm. You know, the dad there, right? that's the kind of man who's going to make it through a war right he's going to he's gonna have no money nothing and then come back from no, from from the bottom and, and survive right he's gonna call himself up from the darkness and he's still gonna be whole right but he's never going to make a song for you no, no. that you have to be a specific person, I think, to want to do that first. I'm not saying that makes you different or special. I'm saying that that's just a personality type, I think. Mm. You know, you have to want attention too. Yeah. There's a real thing to that, you know. It's just another drug. When you're on stage if and you see people looking at you and you, like, you can see you look into somebody's eyes and you see that they adore you in that moment, it's like crack cocaine. Mm-hmm. It genuinely feels amazing. Like, I can feel it right now. Mm. You know, your heart is racing and you're just, and you're, 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 something's coming out of your vocal cords, but you can barely feel it or hear it. All you're kind of, you feel like these waves of like, of like dopamine and serotonin washing over you. And you look around and you see like everybody else is like almost nodding off on the Mm -hmm. drug of this attention. You desire that, man. Mm -hmm. And I think that's the same reason why they're doing drugs and doing all those other things because like, you you want to be at that level all the time. Yeah. you know, it's you you get this you get addictive personalities within there. You get people that I think ran to music because they didn't have anything else giving them a positive feeling in their life.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: And they found that that could give them that, at least from my own experience, yeah. and then. They just kept going because that was the only thing that maybe they were good at the only thing maybe they could get anything positive from right and then and then especially if you become famous or at least well-known even locally you know you it hits different man you know if you've never been that guy Mm -hmm. and then you go on stage and you are that guy you know you're that's that's a whole other world and eventually that runs out you know Eventually, that stops feeling like that for some musicians.
0: Also, been one heroin. Yeah, or. No, I for a phone line.
1: I think they're doing those drugs at the same time. Because you want to feel like that when you're off stage. Mm. Um, I think it's like eventually the crowds will stop cheering, man. Eventually, you have reached a high point where the motivation isn't there to create beauty in the same way. Maybe the, the source of your pain is gone. Or, or something, there's something you can't reach that creativity you've slowed down, whatever, right? And you can't create in that way, and I think for somebody, perhaps it's done that their entire life and succeeded to reach that point where you can't uh, is probably the same as ending your life. Mm. You know, them taking their own life at that point isn't any different than than what's already happened to them. What mm. do the they siste. they died when their career did. Mm, yeah, so no. You know? Or they, they died when they stopped creating something uh, that made them feel like that. Mm. You know? So
0: Michael Jackson, for example.
1: I think that's a whole other story. I don't really know. I don't want to even dive into that one. Mm. Did he touch kids?
0: Yeah, that's But I mean, he had, he had, he would actually have his last tour, which um, is This Is It. But then mm. he was already over 50 years old. Uh, og han visste nog selv att han inte var i stånd till att göra moonwalk på samma måte performa på samma måte mm-hmm. som man gjorde när han var 45 år yngre. Ja. Uh, og så här är en liksom det är er rart att han tog selvmord eller assisterad sel mode uh, rätt för han skulle på den turnén. Mm. Ehm uh, Ja, för stort visste han att han kom att dö på något mode att han ville att folk skulle huska han på något måte Det var så när de man hade varit igenom flera såna söksmål från barn eh, ja. som de menade hade blivit missbrukat så var det också någon andra söksmål som väntat också. Eh, runt samma tid så det kan ha varit det också att han visste att okej okay, detta söksmål här det vi jag och den turnéen turnén kommer aldrig att vara så bra some Super Bowl for example
3: yeah ripped off a
1: I think um, I think that's also a different situation with Michael Jackson because you know l- give another example who's somebody that committed suicide uh, as a musician I can't think of somebody right now but let's just pretend there's a musician that committed suicide just there wasn't really a lot maybe
0: said
1: it's a form of suicide let's look at uh, o- um, than the lead singer of Nirvana, right? Kurt Cobain. Kurt Cobain. He didn't. He was well loved at that point,
4: mm-hmm.
1: right? And he, he took he took suicide at the height, right? And uh, there's maybe people don't believe he took suicide. Maybe there's other things involved there. Whatever. There's obviously a lot of demons going on there. And eventually they got him. But you know, um, that's not the same thing as as uh, Michael Jackson uh, choking out in his sleep while heavily sedated. You know uh i think that yes i agree with you that maybe he did see that but imagine the amount of pressure right just look away from like the molesting of kids if that was a thing or not but like just just look at the man being in that situation the intense amount of pressure he was under he was also in incredible amounts of pain because he had uh there was a fire on stage that had burned the back of his head or some shit. Also, his knees, his his hips were all fucked up. He mm. couldn't sleep. He couldn't lie comfortably. You know, he was constantly in pain. I I can't imagine that he was going to survive even longer than that naturally. Mm. You know, I, I just I don't know. I think that's an it's like it's like the disease that affects kings almost. You know, except for opposite they're not because of consumption you know it's because of like he's out there doing this one thing constantly Mm. you know and all this attention you know it leads to something it's not natural it's not humane you know i don't know man that's uh that's i I don't want to speak too much about him specifically just because like i have no fucking idea what was real what's not there when you're when you're that famous is what is reality anyway Och jag tror att det är
0: er ingen som har varit så känd som Michael Jackson. Och du måste också tänka med, liksom, när var det han var känd för internet. Han var en av de få stora som alla i hela världen visste vem var för internet.
1: Yeah, and he was fucking weird, bro. Yeah. Like if you watch videos of him, he is fucking weird, mm-hmm. right? What the, what has happened to this person? Mm-hmm. What have they become? I don't. This is why, like, if I become famous when I was 20 years old, 100, percent I would be either dead or terrifying. Exactly. This fucking so. guy just wanted a childhood, right? And then everybody's like, "You're fucking kids." It's like he can't even take a breath without somebody spitting in his mouth. I get it, man. It sounds bad, but like, I mean, I don't, I don't look. Maybe he did fuck kids. God damn the amount of pressure this dude was under. Mm. Like I'm just trying to look at it from like this this point of view of like how how do you survive at that level? Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Insane. It's crazy. But uh
0: yeah, I don't know. So uh
1: attention. Maybe. Honestly, I think he might have been more popular than Jesus at some points. Yeah. You know, he was like a Beatles level. That's also crazy. <laughs> this dude is so famous, he was like, fuck me in black,
2: bro. Like. <laughs> he just fucking went white! He might
0: the have... Th- black and White. It doesn't matter if you're black or white. I don't really what, what, who know. You can mm-hmm. it. like, no other.
1: Am I wrong to say that that song is trash? It doesn't matter If
0: you like, it, just, it just sucks dick Like it's not good No, 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 I just genuinely never liked it yeah.
1: Was it perhaps not cliche when it came out? It just maybe didn't age well necessarily That could be a thing Jeg tror at den også har mer tyngde fordi
0: at det var han som skrev den, fordi at han var black and white. <laughs> Så han var faktisk et, et, et av de få symbolene i verden på at det har ikke noe å si om du er black eller white. You're still gonna fuck kids. Så <laughs> 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 so det, ja.
3: Å, so det er...
0: En over til noe antal hva på sig. si? Hva Fordi at, uh, du yeah. du full er 30. that's right the big
1: i <laughs> uh, I'm good man like I was worried uh when I was going 28 to 29 was actually harder mm. because you know I'm gonna be real with you man I fucked up most of my life you know? <laughs> for real son like I did so much stupid shit I'll, you know and uh and also like spending five years of your life trying to make like a band you know, which while did give me a lot of great life experience, didn't really help me economically. So like, I feel like I'm a little bit behind, you know, in many ways in life, um, because I did f- put my focus on other things. Uh, but I know if I hadn't done that, and then I would look back with regret. So I mean, there is, but it just it just puts more pressure, I think. Mm. But I mean, after, now that I'm going to be 30 tomorrow, I feel fine. Like, I feel like, you know what, man? It's um, It's really up to me. Mm. you know, and uh and I could have also, you know, been a Syrian refugee fucking trying drowning in the Mediterranean now with Italian boats circling me. You know, like, well, who I'm good, man. Yeah. You know. Jag yeah. yeah, skulle till och sida
0: liksom. Det kommer ju helt an på vem du sammanligner dig med. Exactly. Uh, du är er toppprocent, topp 1% av alla som har levt i historien.
1: Oh yeah, much more than that. I'm like 0.01% yeah. of like Everybody ever, and like on top of that, like I mean, you know, the the insane amount of just everything we've gotten handed to us throughout our lives, just like, you know, look around you, man. It's everything around you is beautiful. You know, you wake up in the morning, the sun's shining, and I was I was actually talking about this with a friend of mine when I uh, went climbing. And I just looked around me, and I was like, and "It was a beautiful view, you know." We were doing a sport that we love with people we care about and trust, you know. And I and I was just and I looked around, I was like, and "I told him, I was like, How many people get to experience that? How many times do you get to look? What the fuck is that button? <laughs> <laughs> Why do you keep pressing that button?'"
0: That <laughs> what
1: Okay. How many times? How many people go a lifetime without? ever getting to experience that feeling
4: Hmm.
1: really Hmm. how many times to like if you're a a small child living in the lowest caste in india right you're spending your whole life digging through trash and dying clothes with poisonous dye and possibly becoming a sex slave at some point i mean like and then i get to just drive a car for 30 minutes go on top of a mountain with with people who are engaging and interesting and fun and happy and then look out on the most one of the most beautiful countries in the world and then be taken care of and it's just like i i'm I've never been more grateful for where I am and who I am and what I'm doing than ever in my life than I am now because mm. it's just there's I think at this point I've seen how bad it can be you know mm. Mm. and it's just like there was a point in my life where I had to pump yeah, the to eat hmm. and I was like 17, 16 you know because I didn't have money I didn't have parents you know and now I can I can be whoever I want to be mm. and that's uh I mean if there's anything if there's any reason to be happy, you know. Mm, it's right there in front of me.
0: Yeah. Det er, det är er fort uh, fort att bli blind när man är er så vant till att ha det gott och komfortabelt, men uh, det är er väl kanske något som kommer med när man blir lite äldre man börjar lite som du säger Man man förstår hur ille det kan gå mm-hmm. och hur heldig man har varit, om. Du säger alltså något som uh, som uh, som resonerar lite med mig detta med att uh, kasta bort mycket tid vilket uh, tänkt uh, rent sån så ekonomiskt effektivt som jag började starte droppat ut ett par gånger i startat sent med utdanning och sånting. Eh uh, följer kanske att det hänger lite efter att mm. kasta bort tid och sånt. Men uh, men så är er det ja nått av det måste bli lite äldre då att man börjar att skönna liksom att oh ja, men jag har det helt sinnssykt bra altså nästan uansett hur mycket mer pengar jag dåter och sånt så hade det gjort väldigt lite forskning och jag angriker inte på all de åren när jag har kastat bort på en måte jag angriker
1: inte på de erfarenheter jag har ja yeah, I think I think some people you know they grow into these things these thoughts very naturally perhaps you know they uh, they're willing to take responsibility from younger ages. They don't need have that need. I think there's like a wanderlust some people have, you know, this need to explore things that, they're un, that are unknown to them. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they don't necessarily have that. And then they, they, they live these lives within, this, within a bubble of, like, safety that is. And I'm not saying that's wrong, right? That's what the world we've built. You know, men have died to make sure that their children can, can have this life. And, and in that way, I would never talk down upon that, because, because it's been earned through blood, you know, and, but then I think there's other people that maybe are more like us that have had to kind of claw their way through things, you know, because we, you, you had to do you had to explore a little bit more. You had to push the limits a little bit more because that's just part of who you are, right? Mm. And no matter how many times you would spin that roulette wheel, I think it would have happened nine out of 10 times that way. Or if it hadn't of you wouldn't have been happy. Mm. You had to make those mistakes, mm-hmm. you know? And, um, and I think that's why like it's so useless and painful unnecessarily to look back on your past with regret because chances are, if it had gone another way, then you would have to do the same thing you did then now.
4: Hmm.
1: Right? You would have to use that time like you did then in the exact same way now. You don't make, you know, not saying that we're great men or anything, but you don't create greatness through comfort. Hmm. You know, you have to suffer for some things, and some hmm. people have to suffer more. Du har dennet för att
0: offra något för att få något liten tve. Men eller så är det ingen värde det. Exakt yep. det som ger något värde är att du har offrat något för det, exakt. Ja. Alltså en ny Ferrari för en sheik i Dubai är er liksom ingenting. De känner ingenting där är liksom, ah, det hade inte blivit lika
1: som oss för exempel. Ja. No. I I think ah, I think they 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 nut slightly at every purchase. Like there's like a there's like a little like a drop of cum comes out and that's it. Mm. That's all they get. Like mm. you would like you would be sitting there you'd be stroking that bad boy, right? You just be all over that Ferrari be like this is fucking sick. I worked hard for this. But he just uh, he just goes uh, And then that's it. <laughs> that's all he that's his reaction for that new Ferrari. Ja, the en also
0: earn motor CD for. Men, ja, nej, jag vet inte. Det jag tror det är er bättre att jobba hårt och uh, göra sig förtjänt till något än att juksa eller att få något gratis. Mm. Uh, enten man liker eller ikke, så tror jag att at det er något som helst som har noen verdi hvis man ikke offrer noe annet for att få det. Og det som er lite interessant, ikke sant, er at uh, jeg har begynt bli mer og mer intresserad i religion. Så bare sånn, ikke fordi at jeg har lyst til bli religiøs, men fordi at jeg skjønner att det är er en grund til at disse bøkene har avlevt i flere tusen år. Mm. Og at det er en grund til at det är er flere milliarder mennesker som tror på disse greiene. Nå tar det mer bokstavligt andra. Men något som är er intressant då är er dette med, med sacrifices eller uppoffrelser uh, At att folk uh, som for exempel trodde på solgudar och sånting, mm. de kunne offra barna sina. De kunne offra det dyreste de ägde, alltså sauer. Och det som är er så intressant för man tänker sån, ah, oh, det är er så jävligt dumme. De trodde att de gjorde det för när du läser i historien så tänker man sån, ah, oh, det är er så jävligt dumme. De hade en sau och den drepte det och så kastade det ned i en brunn i synden för att spise det. Mm. og så er det sån, ja, men Vad betyder det egentligen att de gjorde? Vad betyder det egentlig att de var att offra sin egen familj för något de trodde på, för något spirituelt mm. Det det betyder som ingen kan oavsett uh, hvor dumt man syns det er, da, som ingen kan betvivla, det är er att de är er extremt seriösa med mm. det de drömmer. De är er så seriösa att de är er til att offra det som har mest värde mm. för dem, exakt. Og, og hvorfor gjør de det? Hvorfor offrer de det de setter høyst pris på? Det er et godt spørsmål, men men det må jo gi dem noe tilbake.
4: Mm.
0: Ellers så hadde de ikke gjort det, ikke sant? Mm. Og, og det er sånn, desto eldre jeg blir nå, jeg, jeg føler at liksom det, det første, la oss si fra jeg var 16 til nå, mm. um, så har jeg liksom levd i litt sånn hedonistisk uh, hedonistisk livsstil Jag vill ha mest mulig nytelse mm. mest mulig morro mest mulig liksom uh, bare deilige opplevelser og er, der er jeg nok enda men jag begynner att känna att uh, de opplevelsene der, de är er ikke vært noen ting, hvis jeg har det hver dag, eller hvis jeg får det uten och ha jobbet hardt for att fortjene det mm. altså hvis jeg bare sitter och spiller FIFA for eksempel som jag egentligen syns är er lite gøy. Så är er det inte nog gøy vi säger gör det eh timmar om gangen, utan att ha varit på skolan för exempel. Mm. Eller visst jag går en uke ut och tränar men bara dricker varje ens dag. Efter en dag så är er det jävligt skedlig för det blir det är er något i underbevisstheten men som säger att du detta här detta har ikke du inte känt. Du har inte gjort dig förtjänt i det här, du har inte offrat någonting för att føles føle så bra som det är er, mm. um, we also don't
1: feel good. It doesn't make you feel good anymore.
0: Ja, yeah, det är er akkurat det. Och du frågar mig varför det? Det är er akkurat det samma det är er mest för jag har inte jag har för något av
1: I, I think a good um, a similarity here or is um, is love on that. Mm. Just to bring this conversation uh, I've been thinking a lot about, like, you know, the the, the experiences of, of falling in love that I've had, uh, and 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 wanting it, you know, a desire to feel love for another person, not necessarily to be loved, although that's good, but also just to feel that, right? And it's interesting because I desire it, but I also know that the end result. Will always be pain, mm. if not for me, for somebody else. No, yeah. always. There mm. is no other way out. Yeah. If you love that person your entire life, and they die, you will feel pain. There will you are guaranteed that result. But mm. I still desire it greatly. You know.
0: Det är er alla religioner är er om, uansett, uh, fra om du är er buddhist eller muslim eller mm. vad som helst. Altså, but, life is suffering. B-
1: but but take away the pain from love. It's not worth it's worthless completely Mm. worthless Mm. if i didn't feel i remember the first time i fell in love, and it was taken away you know she was i didn't she wasn't around anymore and uh and i remember very clearly being in the laundry room of this house and just i couldn't breathe like there was knives in me like i couldn't i could barely move the pain just physical and 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 I just and I didn't stop feeling that love. It just turned into it just turned into something else. And um and I still want to feel that. And that's insane. That just it's uh if I couldn't feel like that, I don't think there'd be any
0: value to it. Det är något många som sitter på uh, gamlighemozon som skulle önska att de hade kärlehetsorg eller att de förde någon form för är någon form för uh, ung kärlek för det är er nog så rent och kraftfullt vid det oavsett om det är er kärlehetsorg eller om
1: du är er i kjær- alltså there's no feeling as powerful mm. that I've experienced in my life. Mm. Uh, and that actually brings me to an interesting interesting thought is that we talked earlier about like sociopathy and like, you know, or or as it's currently called. uh, What's it called? Uh, Borderline personality disorder? No, the other one. Uh, There's a name for it It, that's within the S500 or whatever guy you psychologists use. Uh, Borderline personality disorder? Yeah, but there's another one that's um, when you're not borderline, but you literally have a bad personality for society. Uh, Narcissistic personality. disorder no. whatever. Mm. Fuck it. Yeah. When you have a personality disorder that makes that is similar to sociopathy, right? Antisocial. Antisocial personality, yeah. personality disorder. Mm-hmm. When you have that, uh, a a, fr- a friend of mine talked about how he had a journal of, or uh, uh, he had a, yeah, uh, he, he readed the journal of somebody. I want to. I don't want to speak too deeply about it because this is, you know, uh, I don't want. I don't want him to like the people he's talking about to like for that information to like be obvious. But he read the journal of a person who had, um, who had that in his mind. He believed that he had that, and in the journal, that person writes, "I, I don't know exactly the words, but." along the lines of i make other people feel pain because that's the only emotion that i can communicate with
4: Hmm.
1: right so it it's the only way he could feel anything and along the lines with other people and through that mechanism was the only way he could feel good with other people right Mm -hmm. so in a way that's his way of or her i don't know if it was a man or a woman of, of being social, of, of showing, uh, I guess being positive with a person, you know, trying to reach
0: out. Yeah,
1: but no, but for them, wouldn't it be, it's them trying to connect,
4: Mm. right?
1: You're trying to make a connection with another human being, but the only way you can do that is through pain because you're unable to feel other emotions. Isn't that just you attempting to have real connection and it isn't real connection supposed to be in a way positive. I suppose it doesn't have to be but but you understand what I'm trying to say like Mm -hmm. it's not only evil. Mm. You know, there is more to it. And that really made me think like, you know, if you couldn't feel anything else, you know, if you can't feel empathy or joy, right, you can only connect through pain. It makes sense that you would do that because you have to be social.
0: Ja, mm. yeah, för att du är er, uh, ett socialt människe och det ensta. Men det, det må är ytterst få människor
1: som bara känner en konstant smärta. I, I don't know if they only feel constantly pain. I imagine they feel joy, but the way that they can communicate is only found through pain. Ja, yeah. det är er nog många
0: som som gör det. Jag skönjer vad du mener, och jag tror nog att det er många som ikke nødvendigvis har en antisocial personality disorder som också brukar smarte som en måte och knytte tette band på. For exempel uh, på jobb så är er det väldigt lätt att bli känt med nye kollegor eller få nya vänner genom att er enig om att chefen är er en idiot. Mm. Uh, og och Och för exempel, hvis vi to då. Hvis vi to har ikke känner varandra, men vi har en felles bekjent och så ska vi mötas för första gång. Och så går den felles bekjenten vår uh, gå på toaletten och sån. Så är er det ikke helt ovanligt att vi to, måten vi konnector Det är er att vi lärar vår dom han uh, vän vår som känner bygger två så här, ikksett. Mm. Dette er väldigt veldig vanlig uh, att man knytter band genom att vara enig om att vi hater något sammen. Mm. Exant. Yeah, but
1: isn't that Frida er Vilette? Er yeah. But there's I think there's a there's a it is very similar. I'll agree with that, but there is a difference between creating pain and v observing it. Right? Mm. observing a negative emotion and creating it, I mean are differently differently I I guess they they come from the same place at the end of the day. You know, it's uh it's definitely the same part of the brain.
0: uh,
1: isn't everybody a sadist in some way like you know there's gonna be somebody that if they had pain if you saw pain on them we'd be like fucking nice fuck that guy (laughs) like you know (laughs) there would be like there's gonna be one guy right there's one dude where where he gets shot in the knee and you're like fuck yeah
0: Ja, yeah, det är nog väldigt många englar där som uh, hade uh, smile eller uh, jubla vis Donald Trump plus for example.
1: Can I, I want to bring up something else? Mm. And this is something I've really that's bothered me for a while.
0: Mm.
1: In Norway specifically, all right. I love Norway, fantastic place. A lot of great people. But you have the largest amount of goody two shoes cunts I've ever met in my life. Mm. Reglitra. Mm. Uh, flink peek it and you know you know me well enough to know that boy that those that's a personality type that does not get along with max very well Mm -hmm. right i enjoy rules don't get me wrong but some rules are there to be broken you know and i remember i had a conversation with one girl who was a, a version of a goody two shoes you know and i was talking about surveillance and how that's an issue you know uh, if the if the government is surveying you, you know uh, it, and and it's doing so without restriction, um, then then that is an invasion of privacy and a pro- problem because it can lead to much worse things. Yeah. And then she said, uh, "Well, it's no problem if Norway does that because the government's good. I, if you're not doing anything wrong, then you shouldn't be worried." Mm. And I've, I, uh, my jaw dropped. I was like, "What the fuck? Are you on crack?" Like. Do you not see? Can you are you are you incapable of seeing that authority doesn't equal right? And I was like, this is the exact kind of person that would make Hitler a thing. Like this is how Hitler gets into power. Yeah. It's fucking people that are like, yeah, man, you know, if the government does it, phew, that's gonna be great. You know, mm. what happens, right? Because Norway, like, we see Norway as it is now, you know, perfect, which it is pretty much. I mean, let's be real, uh, and and there's there's definitely issues, but they're so fucking minor that it doesn't even matter. You, twenty years from now, it could be a hellscape. The government could be completely authoritarian, and 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 you could be living uh, one day away from a gulag. You, yeah. you don't believe that's a reality. Right? Because you look around you and know, you can't see that happening. But that's happened over and over and over again through history. It wi- by, I mean, just by numbers alone, it's going to. Right? Mm-hmm. And then when people say shit like that, I'm just like, can you not? Have you not looked? Or have you not opened your eyes? Or less than a history book, for example? Yeah, have you looked at history once? Yeah. I mean, it's uh, it's really scary. It's genuinely terrifying to hear those things out of people's mouths så handlar det lite om
0: inte bara jag är er helt enig eh uh, att uh, det även du har lust att ge för exempel de som sitter i regeringen i Norge idag då da, ge dem rätten till att driva med smittesporing eller spårdata och sånt, för du tänker att oh ja, de det de gör det för nationens bästa mm. och det kan gott vara att det stämmer att det är er helt riktigt att du vet inte var den er slippery slope då du vet inte vem som kommer att få den samma makten om fem år om 10 år om 15 år og hvordan de kommer til å manipulere det som nå er vanlig, fordi du har stolt på myndighetene så länge. Mm. til sin egen greie. Um, og basically at makten faller i feil hender da. Men en annen ting også er at uh, ja, nei, det er, det er en slippery slope, og det som ofte sker når, når inbyggarna av en nation ger um mye många rättigheter till de som styrer dem till myndigheterna så är er det väldigt sällsynt hvis du ser på det från ett historiskt perspektiv att de rättigheterna blir tillbaka
1: till folket so you don't even have to look that far you don't have to look back more than 10 20 years look at united states the last 20 years perfect example where mm. are these uh, there was the um, the patriots act that happened after 9-11. That basically made most of what the United States was doing when it came to uh, watching its citizens and Mm -hmm. also jailing people with, as long as they're a terrorist, uh, uh, legally, you know, uh, with no court system involved. Those are still active laws Mm. that never changed. You know, just like you said. Mm. They're never gonna take, you have to, once you've given the government a a um a right of yours. You've taken your right away. Yeah. You have to take it back with force. There's no other way.
0: Ja, yeah, för varför skulle det ge upp det de rättighet med det är, alltså vis de har mer möjlighet till att kontrollera befolkningen? Varför ska de det ge för oss att det är frivillig? Det är riktigt mening, exant.
1: No, I, I see I see the United States now is kind of like that, um you know, as with all other empires, right? You know, they go through... Oh, what was it? Uh, history doesn't repeat itself, but it rhymes. Hmm. Right? So, it just looks really similar. You know, ancient Rome. You know, you have your... Uh, what was that guy's name? Uh, started with a C. Anyway, he watched... Julius f- No, he fiddled as Rome burned. Nero? Yeah. Hmm. You know. Or the guy that, uh, that dressed up uh, in as a woman and and had sex with all of his male uh, there's another emperor that did that had sex with all of his all these male guards and shit and like which is fine uh but he also did a lot of other insane shit right you know as rome became corrupted and and the values that grounded it you know that strong military presence the the uh, the the, uh, the Senate that like was built upon the shoulders of honorable men, you know, emperors that had like, you know, uh, uh, steel cores and values. They, they weren't chosen because they made you feel good, but because they'd proven themselves as men. you know. All as that slid away, you 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 saw like the symptoms of an empire falling into disrepair through these insane, uh, emperors rising to power, and these waves of like insanity growing, you know, and, and like like uh, the, a crumbling infrastructure, everything, you know. There's there's a lot of details that I don't know currently, but mm. I see that within the United States, you know. Det
0: er uh, till alla imperier. Er en uh, norsk, uh, professor som uh, Johan Galtun och han är uh, er basically en expert på uh, imperier mm. uh, og han sa för ja, i över 20 år sedan så sa han att uh, att han kommer til att fira 90-årsdagen sin, på 90-årsdagen sin som var november i fjor. Så kom han till att fira USA:s undergång som ett imperium. Og uh, november i fjor, da var det bare et par måneder under stormingen av kongressen Och basically rätt för corona. corona ja, er jo for så vidt uh, urelatert til akkurat USA, som spesifikt da. Men hvis du ser på hjemløskrisen i USA, opiumepidemin i USA, arbeidsledigheten, the rust belt, um, og bare generelt alt kaoset. Ja. Uh, so
1: traffa on point I 100% agree I mean it's a beautiful sentiment because I mean a lot of people are looking at this like oh what a crisis it's the end of the world but I mean when you one thing that I find interesting is when historians speak about like you know the future and they don't do it with panicked breath ever because if you look long term it's like uh, tracking the weather hmm You know, it's like it's going to rain tomorrow, you know, and that's and that's how you have to look at it, because you these are these are inevitable conclusions. Hmm. You know, a thousand year empire must end.
4: Right. You
1: you, you cannot be forever. And the United States will. But it, it won't end with a bang. It never does. These empires generally don't. They end with a whisper. Mm. You know, there will be bangs along the way, but that's it, it always goes out with the with the sound of the wind blowing over empty uh, sand covered cities. Mm. You know, I mean, what what do we know of ancient Egypt besides, you know, what we find buried under the sand? Mm. You know, what do you know about uh, uh, a Syrian empire? You know, uh, besides what you can dig out of, like complete giant cities you know there's stories of like after the mongols came i believe it might have been during that period i i could have my information wrong but let's say some big force came and had cleansed an assyrian city of life Uh, enough to the point where everybody abandoned it and um through the years that passed you would people visiting that area would walk through and they would see this majestic incredible city and I have no idea what the fuck happened there. Who even owned that?
4: Mm.
1: You know what is this?
4: Mm.
1: And eventually, it's crumbled down to the point where it's nothing. And of course, we we've, we've dug into history, and we can see back. You know, some truths and like what happened. But that is what will happen to the United States. Mm. That is what will happen to China and Russia and Norway and to everything. Because that is the, the 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 function of the universe is entropy. Mm. And so it must be. I
0: så har egentligen bara bara allt handlar is bara different. Is it a for det att for du And you just have ut be able to 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 av able to be able to det able to be able to men ser helt likut. Ja. Uh, men sås om du sommar lite in på jordkloden och går på ett spetsigt ställe så är er klart att det ser det mye. Men ja, allt handlar er egentligen bara om perspektiv tänker jag. Och det är er någ det som är er lite intressant med historien allt, att det är er liksom de säger att det är er egentligen väldigt förutsigbart. Mm. Det är er väldigt åpenbart. Uh, Vad som kommer til å skje også. Altså folk vet for eksempel at Kina kommer til å ta over verden. Altså det, det, det er ikke noe spørsmål engang. De styrer egentlig verden nå. Trenger ikke gå til krig engang. Og, og likevel så här, er liksom, man er jo helt maktesløs da. Det er veldig lite vi kan göra i Norge for eksempel for å endre det. Det eneste vi kan gjøre er å prøve å predikere eller forutsi hvordan dette kommer til å ske.
1: But even then, it doesn't matter.
0: Yeah, the has nothing to say for for uh, for. Uh,
1: you you don't need to know the future to know that in many forms and ways you're powerless to mm. control it. I mean, it's um. And I and I like that. I I them is free Yeah, you're. I really believe it's like this. You know, uh, you don't have to run away from society and hide in the woods like Thoreau, you know to to experience complete freedom. you you don't have to you just have to know that it's not up to you you know hmm. uh, well there's uh, obviously you know there's that, there's that concept of like everything you can't control is worthless to think about. Right? stoicism yeah stoicism mm-hmm. and everything you can control you should already be doing something about yeah you know and if you're not doing something about that thing then now you have a solution to deal with your anxiety and like and and, and that's why i think it's a super powerful thing for yourself you know if you want to if you want to deal with uh, seeing tragedy all over the world you're watching you're watching, you know, Mexican cartels take children and murder them. And you're watching Afghanistan being taken over by literal fucking psychos, religious uh, zealots. And China is uh, bringing, bringing possibly the end of democracy in the next hundred years.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And it's okay. Cause it's yeah,
0: but okay have no It's okay. There, there, if it's not okay, so.
1: <laughs> altså, det er, det er, det är
0: er det är er som du säger det är er helt ut av mina händer det är er helt utan min kontroll liksom så vissa går runt och tänker att detta är er inte okej okay, detta är er inte okej okay, detta är er inte okej okay, alltså jag kommer till att köra mig själv rätt in i en psykose.
1: Yeah, it's så it's, accept er life. Ja. Yeah. But here's the thing that people like I think what people need to realize to be able to accept these things now I'm not talking about everyone you know for example if you're a man who all you do is war right you're a warrior and you look at Afghanistan and you're like I want to go there and kill some Taliban I want to go and fight with the northern Afghanis and 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 rid that area of as many Taliban as I can do it sure Mm -hmm. you have that you can control that you can do that right Um. But for the rest of us, right, where we see these big things happen in the world that we have zero control over, realize that that's how it's always been. Mm-hmm. It has never been different. Whatever you're seeing is new right now, these incredible things that are like all, all these horrible atrocities. and None of it's new, man. It's mm. always been and it will always be. That is the function of humanity. And you know what? It's been getting much, much, much better. Mm. And we'll have what falls back. Just like. For example, I'm going to bring climbing into this because I like that. Just like when I learn how to climb, right? As I'm getting better, I get a little worse once in a while. I get better at climbing, but then I fall down and I can't do what I used to be able to do a week ago for some reason. And then I get better again and I fall back down a little bit and fall back, go better. And that's how the world works as well. You know, mm. you, you you can't always have that consistent growth in mentality and and how life is going to be in the in the future, you know, not everybody's going to eat every day. You know, but maybe one day it will be like that. You know, and that's I think that's mm. worth it's worth working for that direction, you know. But you have to accept that there will be failures along the way. Yeah, so we're <laughs> no known. <laughs> so, so det, will er be like
0: that. Then um men ja nu har vi snart hölt på i tre timmar. Jesus, that um, went quick. Mm-hmm. Det är er gott.
1: That was fun. Det är er
0: Det blir en det blir en helt an samtalas. Och yeah. det är det, er det jag digger med det. Det är er liksom uh, alla jag har uh, haft på de syns att det är, er, även uh, om ingen hör på, liksom, så är er det en helt an samtal som kommer ut av att vite att det blir tatt upp, och når man sitter med mikrofon i tröna. Yeah. Så blir man mer
1: uh, selbewisst och med. And you you'd have to sit there. It's, yeah. like you made a decision to sit there. Mm. Mm. So it's like, we're going to talk to each other. That's yeah. an issue I have with daily
0: life now. And there are no one who has taken a phone in three hours. No one has never thought about it. So är also very difficult if man sitter and talk to someone i three hours that no
1: one telefon. checked your yeah. um, phone. You pulled a Joe Rogan on me. Hm? You pulled a Joe Rogan on me. How about you got me to sit down for oh. three hours, <laughs> yeah. and you know I've needed to pee for an hour, she and I was like, "Fuck that! I gotta <laughs> be here." This conversation's too tasty, man. I had a yeah. no, I had a really good time. I enjoyed myself uh, genuinely, and I hope you know you. Uh, I hope that you can reach some level of success with this. I think you're really good at it, Talk. and uh, and uh, and I, and I think that's something that you, if you were able to consistently do this. I think you would have a really really good time and I think it would add a lot of value to your life. Mm. And I think it would be worth listening to. Church, tack. Er yeah. uh, det där er
0: är som ett stort komplimang. Ja. Och jag hoppas jag syns det lika gøy om uh, en måned스티. Ja. För nu är lite där honeymoon face. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> uh, you're going to have moments where it's not as fun. You yeah. got to work through those. Ja. Så är det någon gäster då som ärk synes det er lika intressant att sitta i 3 för exempel.
1: What's the eh uh, vad för delingen? eh uh, adia titel. Yeah, what's like percent wise? Percent of guests we are like okay, this was a good time.
0: Hmm. Er uh, vært, uh, mm, detta 10e avsnittet. jag synes alla 10 har varit eh intressante för det är er, uh, ett samtalformat eller samtalen blir annledes än uh, uh, de samtalen jag har i vardagen. Oavsett vad temat är er, om det är typare mm. ikv så blir samtalen mer intens, mer ordentlig, mer fokuserat och det sätter jag pris på i alla 10 episoderna. Men av de 10 som jeg har haft nu med denne, så vil jeg sige at, uh, lad mig tænke, vi har haft da. 7 20 af 10 har været uh, bare en glæde ligesom. That's awesome. Ja, og dette er en af dem. Hey, look yeah.
1: at that. And yeah. I was very happy. I'm glad I came here. I'm very happy that I showed up, because uh, uh, I'm not a fan of Speaking on the phone on the internet, I mm. don't find that. I find that that doesn't. I don't know if you feel that er it, it's. This is the way to do it, right? Mm. I need to look you in the eyes when I tell you about how small your dick is. Yeah. Och så må jag smila och låta som att jag inte stämmer.
0: Men uh, ja, nej, helt enkelt. Jag jag ofta när vi står nåt chatt på för Facebook eller Snapchat eller något där folk skriver till man och säger hej hej var ser och sånt bara för att snakka sånt
1: mm. det är er värst jag vet. Ah oh, it's because you ast. have to force it. Ja. Jeg, oh, okay. Okay, what the fuck am I about to say to this person? Yeah, yeah man, uh, pff, living a life. Yeah. Hey. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: ja där. Er, uh,
0: jag pröver att göra så korta som möjligt för jag finner de relativt men, uh, men det relativt chyldiga och lite äventyristiska. Men men det är därför jag älskar det för mat ändå.
1: Who are you having in next?
0: Uh, på torsdag mm-hmm. så det blir översumn för hun bor i uh, Oslo men det är er, uh, en dam som heter Marlin Solberglingen och hon är er på måte hon är känd hela barndommen och hon är er på måte en uh, frontfigur figur för hur det är er, uh, en representant för de fatt i Norge. Hun har vært, uh, hun har vært med i uh, det har vært noe, skrevet noen artikler om henne på NRK och i TV2 og litt sånn forskjellig hvor hun egentlig snakker om en barndom i skjult fattigdom i Norge Och hvordan det är, er, för det er veldig det er kjipt å være fattig uansett hvor du bor men det er ekstra kjipt å være fattig i et sted hvor alle er rike uh, og hvordan på en hun har uh, opplevd det da. Vi ska snacka lite om det. Hon var nettop på ett sånt Snapchat-program uh, som heter Märkelapp. Mm. Var hon uh, ja, igen bara snackade om detta med att växa upp som ett fattigt barn i Norge.
1: Bro, it sucks. Ja. Yeah.
0: Ja, du eh kunde ju försökt en ny podcast, sy om uh, mm.
1: om det. Um, well, I mean, you know, I'm happy to come back. Uh, we'll wait a little bit. Mm-hmm. But uh, I'm happy to come back and have another discussion. But mm. one thing we can't do is actually try to force anything? No, no, I'm not coming in to talk about anything specific. I'm coming mm-hmm. in here to just say whatever is the first thing that comes to my brain, which is the way I've done the entire time, mm. and it's the best way to talk.
0: Of the three times, went really fast, and we didn't plan anything. We talked about topics.
1: Well, you did plan to show my clips.
0: Yeah, that did but we didn't talk about it. It was more just for the for a little what can I say, a live en live reference so that people can det the stream How much
1: uh, how much do you show of the how much do you put out of like white. everything? Everything. Mm-hmm. Ah, that's sick. That's mm-hmm. a way to do it. Mm-hmm.
0: Men I jag plejer som regel att kutta i starten så att man uh, man bara plötsligt kommer in i en samtal. hi, så är er sånt där sån hej jag heter Max, jag heter Marcus,
1: vi har. We did have that in the beginning. <laughs> yeah, ja, vet, vet, det. Men det er bare, but that was just to fuck around. Yeah.
0: Uh, Så och så när det med alla som jeg har podcast med men det där er bara kutt ut. Ja,
1: yeah, just...
0: Men uh, då tänker jag att I, I vi... think I might be
1: late to go to the studio. Holy shit. I was supposed <laughs> to be there like an hour ago or more.
0: Vi <laughs> eh uh, dinter väl sån runt halv 7 när er klockan kort på 10. Så ja, um, yeah. nej men uh, jag tänker att vi bara går ut på en sång från Easy Target. Which Som one at uh, this summer yep, so see so yeah, I wanna talk for her to come or uh glad not heard that not comment
3: yeah yeah we'll see let's
0: get her nine all right, here we go, yeah
5: I won't let you bring
2: me down this summer I'll stand my ground, make my way Someone I know This friendship grows cold